0: up junkies, junkets, junkoos, junkaroos, I don't have any other names that I can call the people that are listening, I'm not going to call you anything except for what you want me to call you, anyways, how's it going? It's been a good week, you know, it's been, at least here in Indiana, you know, been nice and gloomy and rainy and, ugh, perfect October weather, I couldn't be more thrilled, we've gotten so much rain, I love it. Kitty's not a huge fan of the rain. He's actually <laughs> looking at the window right now kind of nervously. I don't really know what he's afraid of. Well, I know what he's afraid of. He's afraid of thunder, but not thunder butts. Thunder anyways. But yeah. So yeah. Um. So this week I come to you with a very special guest, uh, a, a band that is very near and dear to my heart, a band that I found... Last year during quarantine, they put out a single called Wayfinder, and it, I'm gonna be honest, it like, it changed, it changed me, because I was like, oh, bro, there is still good music being made out and about these here, uh, Midwestern parts. Kitty, listen, I can't have you jumping in my lap while I'm trying to talk, okay? You got claws. If you scratch me, I'm gonna yelp. No, you can't get on the computer. Get down. Jesus. Cat owners, I know you understand what just happened right there. Um, So yeah, this band is called The Thought Life, um, and I'm really excited I finally got around to them. I was nervous for a while, as you'll hear in the interview, that uh, I thought they disbanded because their socials just like went dead for a while, and I was like, oh no, but lo and behold, as you'll hear, they are still alive and kicking, so I'm pretty stoked about that. Um, last week, um, this has nothing to do with the interview, but it is October, and we are doing the 31 for 31 movie screening challenge from Horrorhound, and by we, I mean me. Um, I don't think I really went over what I was watching, but I am going to let you know what I have watched up until this point, because I need to be held accountable, right? I say I'm going to do something, I need people to, hey, you did say you were going to do this, so... Um for the first, watch a movie with a pumpkin witch or skeleton on the cover, Kiki's Delivery Service. Not the witch you're thinking of, but she is indeed in fact a witch. October 2nd, watch a horror film that starts with the letter M. I watched that new film Malignant. It was fine. <laughs> it was fine, okay? It's horror movies don't really scare me. I'm more of a thriller kind of guy, like those How did I put this the other day? Horror movie does for others what thriller movies do for me. I my anxiety for needing to know what's happening Um only gets ignited in thriller movies. Horror movies, for the most part, I see I know what's coming. I know how the 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 story's laid out. They're all pretty they're all relatively the same. And I hate to say that as a huge fan of horror, but you know, the truth is what the truth is, okay? So we all, we're all aware that horror movies aren't that great. Um, there have been a few that have surprised me. Uh, Midsommar, that shit had me, my jaw on the floor. I'm pretty sure Nick took a picture, not, no, it wasn't Midsommar, it was Hereditary. Nick took a picture of the scene where we all get thrown for a, you know, a loop or whatever. Um, <laughs> Uh, where was I at? Oh, October 3rd. Nobody can hear you scream. Select a horror film set in space. I chose the movie Sputnik. Ooh, Chris, it doesn't take place in space. I don't care, okay? They were in space at one point in that movie, okay? Sure it was the beginning. Sure the rest of the movie is spent during <laughs> spent on Earth, but I don't care. Okay? I've already watched all the good horror movie space horror movies. I've seen all the aliens. I've seen Prometheus, I've seen Event Horizon, I've seen, uh, Sunshine, or whatever the fuck that movie's called. I have seen them all, okay? And by all, I only mean, like, from 2001 to now, okay? Anything prior to that, it's just too old, okay? I'm not saying the story's bad. I'm just saying that I can't get lost in the story's visuals because it looks like Everything's made out of paper mache. I know that sounds super judgy, okay? I get it. But that's just it's just how my brain works. I can't get lost in the cinematic adventure that is a film if I don't believe the surroundings of the characters in the film, okay? So I know I'm probably gonna catch a lot of flack for that, but it's fine, okay? Um Let me see. October fourth. They always come back, watch a horror remake. Um I personally watched Red Dragon. Didn't know that was a remake, but it is a remake. Apparently, there was a film in the 80s called Manhunt, which is the same story as uh, Red Dragon. Apparently, they were going to name it Red Dragon, but they didn't want to do that because they thought everyone would think it was a kung fu movie. So, um, yeah, Red Dragon was pretty good. Uh, Love me some Anthony Hopkins. October 5th. Still missing theaters? Watch a movie you remember seeing in the theater. I watched Invisible Man. The new one? Great. It was so good. Uh, again, I don't know if I'd call that a horror movie, more of a thriller. but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. I think thriller and horror movies are essentially kind of the same thing because I feel like they're both scary, right? To be th- a thriller movie is supposed to be like suspenseful and kind of like scary. That's fine. It's, right? Horror, whatever. Um, October 6th, pick any horror film starring Vincent Price. This one was tough, okay, because I don't like old movies, as I have already stated. Um, but I watched *House of Wax*, 1953, and it was it was fine, okay. But I hate, I really hated it. I really, I really did hate it. And not again. Story wasn't bad, just can't get into the visuals, right? And watching them fake fight, they're just they just weren't good at it. Then, okay, they just weren't good at it, and that's that's fine. Um, October 7th, I watch an animated horror movie or Halloween TV special. I chose the movie Perfect Blue. And I'll tell you what, I've never seen that movie before. That's one of the things I try and do with all these horror, these horror movies challenges. Is I try and watch movies I've never seen before. Unless specifically stated otherwise that I have to re-watch something. But Perfect Blue was a fucking mind fuck. I, it was a trip, okay? F- for a good minute, I... Didn't think her acting career was an actual acting career. I thought the things that were happening to her in that movie were actually happening to her. Um, so it was kind of rough. Okay, If you're wanting to check out this movie, just know there's a trigger warning. There's a rape scene in it. Granted, it is a... She is on a set, and this is part of the show that she is recording, so it is fake. But that that the movie did a really good job at making you question whether it actually happened or not and perfect blue i can't i can't vouch for it enough definitely watch that movie i had to i had to rent it on amazon prime for like three bucks totally worth three dollars okay check that movie out um and as of today friday october no yeah as of today friday october 8th uh cannibals pick out a movie that features cannibals I don't know what movie I'm going to watch yet. I was thinking about Cannibal Holocaust just because why not, but I've already seen that one, so I'm trying to do new stuff. So I'll find something something to watch uh, next week, and I'll let you know what it ended up being. And then um, Saturday, as you're listening, Jinkies, watch a thriller, giallo, or Scooby-Doo mystery. Um, I'm probably going to go with thriller because I don't know what giallo is or giallo whatever the fuck oh, and Scooby Doo is just I feel like I've <laughs> I feel like I've seen them all and there's only like a couple good ones right there's the the one with the witches the hexed band there's that one and then there's the Monster Island I think where they go and the monsters that they encounter are like actually monsters so like there's only two and that one's like legitimately scary there's only like two good ones so I I pr- I'm I can almost for sure say that I'm not going to watch a Scooby-Doo movie. Um, So then next week um, we've got choose a horror movie that revolves around food. Pick out a movie from your DVD collection. I don't have one of those, so I'll probably take a recommendation. Um, October 12th, Terror Tuesday, watch a creature feature. October 13th, watch a horror documentary or a horror film with its commentary track turned on. I'm going to try and find a documentary. I like some spooky documentaries. Um, October 14th, watch a new streaming horror movie, 2020 or 2021 release. October 15th, Halloween Kills hits theaters. Watch that or another Halloween feature. I'm fucking sick of those Halloween movies. I'll, I'll be honest. I'm over it. Like, I get that those those people are icons, whether it be, you know, uh, Freddy Krueger or uh, Jason or uh, Michael Myers. Like, I get it. They're iconic, but I'm I'm over it. I really, I I want new stuff. I want new monsters. I want new people to be afraid of. Like, nowadays, if I were, let's say I grew up, I was older in the mid-90s, right? And I saw somebody wearing, like, a Mike Myers or a Freddy Krueger outfit out in public, I'd be spooked out. I'd be like, oh. Probably not out in public, but, like, if I was out on my own and I saw that, I would freak out. But nowadays, if I see that, I'd just be like, look at this fucking loser. Just walking the streets at night dressed as Michael Myers like go home you know like it wouldn't it's not it's that the scariness isn't there for me anymore Um, and then October 16th Candyman was released on this day in 1992 watch any Candyman film I'm probably going to spend that day watching the OG and then the remake because I don't think I've seen the original and I've only seen and heard good things about the remake so and that's, uh, that's uh, what I've watched last week and what I will be watching or what I am supposed to do for next week. Um, also, quick little disclaimer before I send you off into the interview. I may or may not have forgotten to switch the input devices for the better part of this interview. And so the uh, the audio is coming through, I think it's my laptop. Um, I spent the whole time talking into my shirt and then, um, we got it like the two hour mark and then Adobe froze and then I realized, oh, we have not been recording on the right mic. So it's going to sound off. It's, it's doable. It's just not as clean and clear as this right here. So just so you know, it, I, as anal as I try to be and be prepared. Sometimes I do drop the ball. So, without further ado, please welcome and please enjoy this interview I did with my new friends in the Thought Life. Tap. Yeah. Uh, Trevor is my name. Tr- okay. Mr. Trevor, Trevor, Ben, and what was it? Ron. Ron. Trevor, Ron. I'm going to forget those, so I may Absolutely. just have to call you by your shirt names. Omega used and Ben, I'll remember your name just because I have so many Ben (laughs) friends. All right, sweet. Um, Sweet All right, so let's go ahead and jump on into this. Welcome to the Toon Junkies podcast. My name is Chris, and today I am blessed by the presence of the thought life. Welcome, boys. Thanks for having us on. So first thing we like to ask here on the Toon Junkies podcast Normally, it's a silly question, but it is my favorite month of the year, and I have to ask, are you guys as into Halloween as I am?
1: Hell yeah.
2: Good.
0: Good. I am.
3: I, um, I uh, worked at uh, Scarefest. I, I don't know what there. that is. What's that? It's just like a scare park. Uh, mm. I did that for like three years.
0: That's pretty. Uh, were, like, were you like an actor in the park?
3: Yeah. I was an actor in the hayride. I, I did some other things, too, but um, it was great. Good experience. A lot of fun. Did
0: you, ever, did you ever stab anybody? I know that sounds weird, but <laughs>
3: I, there, so, I just like, heard completely, a... Completely unrelated to the job. Have you ever stabbed <laughs> <Yeah>. anybody? <laughs> unrelated have, to your job. Yeah. Um, I have definitely, like, you know, acted stabbings. Oh, just okay. uh Not even okay. usually with a knife. Usually it's just, like, I don't know, like a pipe or something. We didn't really have very many good props where we were. <laughs> We kind of just made do with what we had. It was pretty cool, though, because we'd improvise pretty much every time a wagon would come through. We would just improvise what we were going to do.
0: Yeah. I uh, heard a story, uh, I think it was last week on this other podcast that I listened to, where this family went to a haunted house, right? And it was this mom and this little kid. And the kid walked up to this guy who had a knife and was, like, raking it across the ground. Mm -hmm. And, like, he looked up at him and the kid was like... I'm not scared of you. That knife isn't real. And so the guy was like, "Oh, really?" And then he like <laughs> was like poking at him, but then he like accidentally poked too hard and like stabbed him in the toe. Like oh. he had just got a little scratch, but <laughs> the balls on that kid to be like that knife isn't real, and then he got stabbed. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's but funny. Yeah, he's either going to grow up loving Halloween or we just gave this kid, like, a stigma and now he's, like, traumatized. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Last time I went on Haunted Hayride, I got stabbed. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I've ever... So I don't normally like haunted houses just because, like... I mean, I like the aesthetic, I like the spookiness, but, like, when I get, like, scared scared, I get angry. And I don't like to be angry. And I don't want to have to, like... Hit somebody like accidentally, you know, you just get startled and like, you know, mm. respond. Ooh. I don't want to be that guy. Even though those right. videos are hilarious when somebody gets stabbed or <laughs> scared and knocks out a dude pump- yeah. jumping out of a trash can. I don't wanna be you that guy. You don't want to be liable for that. It's yeah. really yeah, I funny don't, I when don't... people get stabbed, man. <laughs> I, <laughs> I just love that. Same thing. <laughs> he said, I love that. I now love is that. the now is the month to enjoy to appreciate it. Yeah. All right, so that's not actually the first question we like to ask here. That's just more for me. But the first question we actually like to ask here on the Tune Junkies podcast is, "What was your first experience with live music? Not necessarily performing, but like being out in the crowd."
1: Uh, for myself, I we used to have a, a pretty decent Metro Detroit hall show scene, like a mm-hmm. local local band scene, and um i just say one of the first bands i, I saw was uh based on a true story with from here and out which nice. uh was was a band i don't know if you know who, who these bands are but uh uh danny stevens who w- went on to be the singer of the audition if you know the audition okay so yeah and th- there was a lot of a lot of talent out there for the the local band scene at the time and we kind of like had some Something to look up to uh, with our early bands in mm-hmm. high school and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, uh, that was just fun. And then my first actual concert I went to was Blink-182, Taking Mike Sunday, and The Used. So it was oh, a pretty good lineup. Oh, my gosh. Nice. Yeah. Where was that at? That was, was at DTE for the, one of the X uh, birthday bashes.
0: Yeah? And what year was that? Oh, man, uh, t-
1: 2003, I think. Oh.
0: That's that's so that's ra- a good era.
1: So Blink <laughs> was playing the self-titled stuff. Take Make mm-hmm. Sunday w- was just starting to play where you want to be, but they it was primarily tell your friends stuff and then the Used were just starting to play in Love and Death stuff and it, but it was still oh. primarily the first album.
0: Yeah. Ah, man, I'm so jealous. I'm I'm mad that like I didn't start going to like concerts and festivals and like shows until like 2016 and I missed the entire primo era of the Used and I'm so mad about it. I mean, I've seen the used live, but I didn't get to see them, like, in Love and Death or, you know, the Uh, self-title. Bert doesn't scream anymore, and I get it, but it makes me sad.
1: Right. He's got Jeffa to do it now. Yeah.
4: (laughs) Now, my first show was Raffy. Raffy? (laughs) What the heck is a Raffy? Raffy Uh -uh. Uh, Uh-uh. It's it's for, like, toddlers and (laughs) three-year-olds and
2: stuff
4: like that. I think he's got a song called Banana Phone. Nah. Oh, okay. I was probably four.
0: I was probably four. So you got in early, huh? Yeah. Is that is that what inspired you to make start wanting to make music? Was Banana Phone? All I want to do is just Banana Phone. (laughs) (laughs) I'm surprised it didn't wind up on the covers album you guys just did. You know we've got another one coming after that. So oh, maybe I spoke
3: too soon. I spoke too (laughs) soon. Yeah, we
1: got got plenty of plenty of songs in the vault. (laughs) We're just kind of releasing them here and there. Our next album is
0: going to be a children's album. Bro, Baby Shark took over the world. So okay, <laughs> right, they made right. millions and millions of dollars off that track. So there might be. I keep seeing these like hacks on TikTok on how to make money. And it's like, bro, if you just write a children's book for like, you know, it's got 12 pages, one sentence per page. You can sell that thing for like $8 and make a million bucks. I'm like. Man, I kind of want to do that, but I also don't want people to be like, oh, you're that children's author, right? But then you also say the F word on this podcast that you do, like, I'm allowed to be two different people. I mean, money is money, man. That is true. $20 (laughs) is
3: $20. (laughs) (laughs) I guess for me, it probably would have been church pretty early on before I was really even into music. And I mean, I didn't even understand. It was just like at that age, they just played music and it was it didn't mean anything to me, really. It was just right. kind of there. I didn't really get into music until I was like 12, 13. So I was a little older. And uh, that's when it started becoming more of like a, a passion. Right. When I started to actually delve into what music is and what you can do with it.
0: And what were the bands that you were getting into when you were 12 and or 13?
3: Uh, so that I was... Be embarrassed. It... <laughs> It's more so at first it would have been probably like uh, a radio station Magic 105.1 a lot of that okay. is what my grandma listened to so for some, I it, just ended up listening to a lot of that music Is that then, like um,
0: classic rock or is that top 40 what is that
3: Oh it's uh, I
0: don't know I, mean, I guess not it's from the Detroit area so right. right yeah I'm from Indiana so I'm What would I'm you in the... Did
3: you ever Ben did you ever listen to Magic 105.1
0: uh, yeah, wasn't
3: it just like top forty stuff? Pretty much, yeah.
1: It sounds familiar. I, I guess that's a good place. It.
3: Yeah, it's just it's like uh, it was all boring music, soft you know, just
4: rock, alternative stuff. Uh, you know, things that you expect. What year was? To
0: to. Uh, how old were you when you were? Uh, not how old were you? <laughs> what year was it when you were twelve or thirteen? Uh, it would have been quick math. Hmm. Quick,
3: yeah, math quick math, indeed. Of two thousand, like eight nine
0: oh okay oh, so so
3: yeah it would have been alter- yeah oh, around there 2007. maroon
0: 5 and
5: uh yeah bro i
0: stand for- firm on my stance that maroon 5's first album songs about jane is a good album i like that album a lot but then they it's just great. got they got so into the top 40 money that it just kind of like i know bands are allowed to evolve and you're allowed to do that thing but God damn it, I want another songs about Jane album, Maroon 5. <laughs> I agree, but at the same time, I also
4: love their second album. I did see them twice that year, though. It was awesome. In 2003? Um, whatever the year that second album came out. Oh man. my
0: gosh. Are they, are they great live, though? Amazing. Ah, damn it. I want, I want to not like Maroon 5, but every, that, I is just that... keep, keep hearing good things.
1: Was that before he started taking shirt off?
0: Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah years I just re- want to re- ask.
1: I mean, I, yeah. I wasn't there, so.
0: <laughs> he said I wasn't there. Yeah, that was pre all the tattoos and the California bear that he's got on his stomach. Yeah. What a dingus. What a dingus. <laughs> it's all right. Adam, if you're listening, come on the show. I want to talk to you.
4: I want to put yeah, a that was, bug uh, in your ear. That was 2007.
0: Okay. 2007 was a great year for some alternative music, though. Oh, yeah. Was it... Uh, Finger Eleven? Finger Eleven was kind of in that yeah, early, mid-2000s. Finger Eleven and uh, I almost said Three Days Grace, but that's not alternative. Well, no, not really. No. But anyways, we're not here to talk about Three Days Grace. We're here to talk about the Thought Live. <laughs> so hey, yo. we talked about your first introductions to music, right? Let's take it back all the way to when you guys came together. So tell me about how you guys met up.
1: Well, uh, Ben and I have been playing in bands for the better part of our lives, (laughs) right? Fifteen, at least 15 years, I'd say. No, we started playing together when we were 15. 2004, I think, was when we started playing bands together. Yeah, so it's been 17 17 years Okay.
0: Oh my God, that's Um, a long time. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, we had a couple different bands through high school and, like, early college, and, uh, um, then I went and played with a different band and Ben kind of did other projects as well. And then once things started dying down with my previous band, um, Ben came and presented to me just a, a new idea for one of the songs we had re- written back in like 2007. Mm-hmm. It was a rearranged version. Like all the music was completely different. Just, just the. It's actually
4: on our, our first album. Yeah. It's yep.
0: uh the song was called the sound of the fury. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just, just got done listening to that on the way back.
1: Yeah. yeah, so that song was, the, the original incarnation of it was written like, 2006, 2007, and, like, 10 years later, it made it on our debut album, just, because it, it, it was very, like, back in that time, it was definitely a special song to us, and, like, that's kind of, like, what got Ben and I talking about doing music again together, and uh, that was about, that was, like, late 2012, 2013, when we started working on, like, what became The Thought Life. Mm-hmm and uh i think 2014 is when we actually kind of made it a thing and we were working on uh a, a, a film project with some of our friends in this uh film group called banana dragon productions and we ended up scoring some music uh six pieces for one of their movies that um was in just a, a bunch of different indie festivals and mm-hmm. like independent f- films festivals and they won like i think six or seven uh maybe more i i forget how many awards they one from those festivals. I couldn't, I couldn't note the actual, what the actual awards are, but, uh,
4: yeah, it's called between you and me. It's on IMDb, but we actually never received a, a public release.
1: So it was just a film festival kind of release and right. maybe someday, but yeah, we were, we were able to work on stuff with that. So that kind of slowed down the, the initial, uh, like public. Yeah. Display we spent of the that whole life. time
4: working on music. We didn't actually release our first album until 2016 and right before that is when we had actually started working with Trevor here.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, he's been with us since day one with this project. So, um, even. Since, though, since we've been playing live. Since we've been playing right. live. So, right. he wasn't involved in the first album's creation, but he was already in the group before we ever played our
0: first show. So, he's been right. involved with
4: everything from that point forward. So,
0: you guys are telling me that, like, your first essentially piece of work was the soundtrack to a movie? For this band, for th- yeah. Th- yeah. That's yeah. that's pretty impressive. That's, pr- that's actually really cool, and it's the first time I've ever heard that. So oh, yeah, that's really cool. It was pretty awesome. Is there any way I can watch this movie so I can listen to your guys's scores and pieces and <laughs> compositions? No. Unfortunately, no? like well, I said, wait. it was...
4: I could probably send it to you personally, but okay, um, unfortunately, yeah, like I said, it never got picked up for uh, publishing, so it was never... Public distributed distribution. Uh, yeah. distribution
0: yeah tragic uh,
1: well, maybe someday maybe someday you know we, we do all hope but yeah it, it was really cool like uh what, I, it was one of my co-workers i worked at um uh at a movie theater and actually still work in that same chain but uh <laughs> um he was working on film and i was working on the thought life with ben and we mm-hmm. just uh we're kind of just showing each other what we're working on and we got we're getting super psyched just like thinking about all the stuff we were doing and like we kind of just helped elevate each other with uh, just kind of just being motivated, and and it was really mm-hmm. an awesome experience. Just bouncing off our the stuff we're working on with the stuff that he was doing on with with a film, and like he would send us over scenes from the movie, and just and we would just write to it, and then like we, it was just really a, a very you know just a it's a great experience, I, and and I really enjoyed it, and I would love to do that in the future with other films. So if anyone's listening. We, we'll score your music, er, music for <laughs> we'll your movie. Your
0: yeah, we totally will. So that's like, that to me, that's really interesting because it's not, it's not one of those situations like I would assume most songwriting things are. It's like something happens, it kind of sparks something, you write a little bit about it down, you go and you send it to the band and you guys work on it together. Here, you're given essentially a premise. Here's the scene, and then you as individuals have to like, take that in and then regurgitate, like, what is the feeling and how do I make music for this moment in particular? Mm-hmm. I think that's really yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: he had uh, some just, like, random movie, uh, like, random music that, like, he didn't have licensed license or anything. That right. Just, just kind of like, like, this is kind of like, what I had a feeling, but I don't see what you guys do. And then, we, then I'm like, I have just the thing for this. And then, um, actually, so the original version of one of our songs you'll never know mm-hmm. um was a little bit more i'd say orchestrated or, yeah and then like ben had showed me a demo for what do you like what was some of that song already from way back when and um mm-hmm. i was like you know what this really fits that let's let's re let's revisit this song and and uh kind of you know change some things up uh like I adjusted a lot of li- a lot of lyrics and the verses and whatnot. I made it more of a I don't know if you've heard that song from us, but we it's kinda like a back and forth kinda It's kinda You'll
3: off, never you know. know. Right yeah, yeah. yeah that, it's uh, actually our,
4: our most popular song actually on Spotify right now. Is um, that Change Has is that on Change real. of Hearts? No, it's uh on the first album. It's on Monsters and Revelations. We recorded it for the movie and then ended up releasing it with the album because it just happened to fit in so well.
0: Hmm. that's actually the next song that was to be played on my queue. I went to a okay. record, a local, like a record, what do they call it? I don't know. A record, I can't believe I'm losing the words. Store? No. <laughs> so it's like a record uh, show. So a bunch of people come from all over and they rent out this like um, hotel, essentially, like the the like convention, convention hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they set up their tables and you go and look through. So as I was driving there and walking through and coming back, I was listening to your guys' music. And I oh, awesome. the last song I got to before we started was The Sound and the Fury. So a lot of the inspiration for, well, from the movie, you guys took a lot of that and tweaked it for Monsters and Revelations?
4: No, just the one song, really. Oh, but just we the were one. working on okay. both projects simultaneously, ah, so that slowed us down of... for a while Okay, because um, we were... Cause it took us about 4 years to complete both that soundtrack and the first album yeah. because we were working on both things at the same time
1: and it was right. all new and we like th- there's a bunch of stuff that even to this day we haven't released that we have been working on just because we had just have a t- tons of archived music that we'd just uh like maybe this song would be good down the road but not mm-hmm. not right now and, and and um we we do a lot of things with just the different concepts of what what the songs are entailing and kind of like try to tell a story with with the music itself so like mm-hmm. Um, that's leads to a reason like why we have some stuff that we've written around that time period that hasn't even come out yet that we just kind of plan for the future and um but yeah, that was a that was an awesome experience doing that, and we definitely like get, loved to dipping our toes into like you know just uh scoring music
5: mm-hmm. that's and, uh s- ow,
1: yeah,
2: my shoulders have <laughs>
0: popped. um, I think that's that was one of the things I also found very interesting about your guys' style is that it's not just guitar, drums, and bass, and vocals, like, you guys actually compose. Like, there's piano pieces and, like, orchestral, like, elements to it. Is that something you guys, like, went to school with, or are you just that good at, like, instrumentation that you're like, hey, this would fit really well into here? A lot of that, especially with the newest stuff, we got a credit to Trevor. Yeah. Trevor, good job. Good job, buddy. (laughs) You You killed it.
3: (laughs) Most of my experience for writing, uh, Really, just I got super motivated when I was younger from my brother because he played guitar, made me want to play guitar, and from there I just got super motivated to keep playing. I wanted to be better than him, so I just kept trying to get better. And then eventually, spite I spite is a
0: great motivator.
3: It was yeah. the best motivator. Without that, I definitely <laughs> would have continued playing guitar. It was it was great. And then over time, I realized there's this thing called music theory, and I was like, oh wait, there's a way that there's like little rules that you can kind of follow to help you write music. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really interesting. So that kind of started my journey of learning music theory. And then from there, I mean, I just kept learning. Eventually, I started teaching music, and it helped me a lot with writing and composing especially. And mm-hmm. uh that's something that, especially recently, I've more and more gotten into is orchestration and composing. So been a, a really cool journey
0: did you go to school for uh composing or music theory whatever i did not it was no, all just you're just google. self-taught yeah good old google
3: good old google
0: google good YouTube, old Google.
3: and messing around and with actually
0: that's and actually going that's back really to like, impressive oh sorry
4: you're going say going back to how we started uh actually the way me and trevor met was because we were both teaching at the same music studio at the same time
0: no way Right. Yeah,
4: he was teaching advanced piano, I was teaching vocals. We had a shared student. Uh, shout out to Matt. <laughs>
3: and no, we started no, no. hanging out. No, Matt wasn't, wasn't even Matt? a student of mine. Oh, he Matt, wasn't. No, Matt saw me playing guitar in the lobby one time and he just came up to me and started talking to me. And then I was like <laughs> and, and then he was like, "Hey, can you teach me guitar?" And I was like, "Sure." And then through him and also with, you know, Ben we all kind of just ended up having a little, we went to a concert, and it, we just kind of just bonded a little bit and became all friends, and it was kind of history from there.
0: Concerts yeah. will do that. I hear it forms quite the bond. It's it almost a like Stevie. you can't escape. You hear, though. It's a Steve Vai concert. No, it's <laughs> Joe I Satriani. Or was it Joe, Joe. Satriani? Okay, yeah. <laughs> Joe Satriani. Oh, you guys saw Joe Satriani? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was that the, nice. I've got a Satriani record, uh, Surfing with the Alien. I think yep. that's the only one I got. Yep. Hell yeah. Um, so then that's self taught. That's that's really amazing. And so I have to ask this. You mentioned music theory, and there's only one person that comes to mind when I think about or when I hear someone talking about music theory, and that's John Mayer. What do your oh, feelings okay. on John Mayer? I'm not gonna lie, I haven't listened to much John
3: Mayer. It it's You're, like okay, it's, not, wait. it's not that I it's not that I don't like his stuff. It's just that mm-hmm. I especially during my teaching career i never had time to really listen to everything i wanted to listen to because a lot of it was what does this person want to learn what does this person want to learn oh i got to spend you know a week learning the song because it's highly difficult you know so it it ends up taking a lot of my time to just listen to other music and not a lot of people especially where i was teaching would want to learn john mayer it wasn't a very common i think
0: that's i think that's across the board man i think not many people want to learn John Mayer, which is a travesty because that man can play guitar like no one else. Yes, I agree. Uh, I agree. Ah, uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I I stand for John Mayer. So if I can ever bring him up, I always try and sneak in. Hey, what do you think about John Mayer? I I love <laughs> nice.
3: everything that I've heard from him. I love. I'll say that. All right, good.
0: Then we can move on with the interview. That that is <laughs> that, that question is also kind of rigged because if you're like, I don't Fuck have to John hang Mayer, up on you guys like, now. No. <laughs> well, this call is over. Disconnect. Yeah. Well, guys, it looks like my computer's acting up. I don't think this interview is going to be able to continue. No, that's not it. Um, so now I'm lost. So we started with the um, first album was uh, Monsters and Revelations. Earlier, you said something about a uh, concept. And I was trying to do some Googling and see if I could find anything other than your guys' music out on the internet. And I did find somebody talking about you on Reddit. They were definitely talking about Monsters and Revelations. They were saying that they they were talking about how they could see a lot of influence from like Deer Hunter. And yep. how that uh the and then I was wondering, is Monsters and Revelations a concept album of some sort? Just because uh it seems like the the emotional premise throughout most of it is relatively within the same lane.
1: Uh the answer is Yes, to an extent. It's loosely okay. a concept. That um, there's right, right, multiple right. layers to yeah, yeah. There's multiple layers to it, and uh, it's arranged um, in a certain way to kind of depict that. Um yeah. the, the songs themselves originally, most of them are written by about uh, very personal things, but like mm-hmm. uh, the, the messages in the songs is what I kind of applied to a bigger story, and uh, it's it what's kind of like being adopted through the rest of our albums and artwork which is telling a bigger story and uh there's kind of a different uh a, a different layer to the story um being told that we're kind of telling through the artwork itself. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yes, yes and no, but yeah, yeah, it it's not like a like classic concept album, right. you know, the traditional Full
0: fledged yeah. this, this is not a this black album and white is story. about Monsters, yeah, right. Or Mothman. Yeah. It'd be a lot cooler if the album was about Mothman, but you have plenty of time to do a Mothman concept album.
4: It's coming. Yeah, <laughs> it's but
0: it. we got child
4: children's album next, and then the Mothman album. That's Bro, you're the gonna, gonna sell a million records. Like <laughs> you're gonna have yeah. such a
0: diverse crowd.
1: We'll we'll find a way to make that work with our with our story and concepts and stuff. There Just we go. Somewhere in there.
0: So another another question, I. I I didn't write my notes out in order, so I just kind of gave up on them. Uh, one of the questions I always am super curious on is, where do bands get their names from? Where does the thought life come from?
1: Um, kind of where the lyrics kind of were. Like, um, the lyrics in the songs are, um, right. for for primarily primarily from me. And Ron's the head lyricist. So oh, okay. There were there were a couple songs that Ben had uh, like old demo versions of it that we we used in uh, in uh, Thought Life and uh, the Monsters Revelations album. Those songs were uh, Monsters Revelations actually, and then uh, You'll Never Know, which uh, I did some rewrites and some uh, I added some stuff to my like myself to those lyrics and the, the songs themselves. But uh, aside from those three songs. Uh, all the lyrics are me uh, and everything. And, uh, so the thought life, the idea comes from just kind of being someone that it, it's hard for me to verbally explain like how I'm feeling about things. Yeah. And I feel like I do that better through song and, you know, through my lyrics and through, uh, you know, I can relate to people more through the music. And so... That kind of was uh, the idea of it, and the the actual term "thought life." Um, there is this this EP that came out from the band called Emery. I don't yes. know if you ever listen Emery. Mm-hmm. There's a song called "Thought Life," and I loved just like those words combined. And I just it, it has nothing to do with that song, but I just loved that word. Right. And it also kind of explains how I feel, where it's just kind of like a, a, all these songs are this, these unsent unlike. Un, Um, unsaid things from my head, you know, just you're living in your thoughts. And then uh, I remember uh, one night I was, we we, we were going back and forth about band names and we were almost settling on something else. And then I was just kind of. The unsent was the original idea.
2: The unsent. Which
1: kind of like it's yeah, so like unsent letters kind of thing. Right. It's like, that was kind of the idea. But then like we, t- some people, we were kind of testing it, like, you know, testing the the vibe with just some of our friends. And like, we found that we had to explain it more than yeah. anything to anybody, like it, which kind of made it more difficult. And then one day I was talking to, a, um, our really close friend, Eddie, who is, uh, does a lot of the back end um, and the business side of the thought life. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I just was like here's one idea that I had I just I don't know I'm not sure if I like it I I really like it but I don't know if they'll like it cuz it was at the point where we are like really back and forth on like what we really wanted to be the band name and I said it right. to Eddie and he's like that's it that's it mm-hmm. and then I'm like all right now I have him back in this we're, we're going in that direction and I right. I talked to Ben the next day and um he definitely reinforced my love for that name which i i I, I myself loved it but like with someone else loved it i'm like yes
0: isn't it weird that sometimes it's easier to enjoy things when those that you respect love and appreciate also like that thing
1: absolutely that that, Mm -hmm. that's really what it was like someone that you know that we had the same appreciation for the kind of same music and like he he like he's been there like helping me and then us through all the bands I've been in, so like having his yes, that's the stamp his of approval, like that, that, yeah. I love that. It for me that was like okay, this is green lit, you know, green lit. Uh, make sure that everybody else is cool with it, but this is where I want to do with it, and then we went with that. Um, and yeah, so it has nothing, nothing to do with the actual song, "Thought Life" by Emery, but the word came from right. that, and the, and then the, my own meaning was applied to it.
0: I like how you said about how music is, like, almost another way for you to express your feelings because Mm -hmm. I also identify with that. Um, Being raised in a household by people who weren't very expressive, I I wasn't ever really taught how to translate this, me pointing at my head for the people listening, (laughs) this outwards to convey what I'm feeling. But Mm -hmm. music has always been there to sift through, like, what I'm feeling and, like... Perfectly lay out. Hey, this is what you're feeling, and then it's it's uh, conducive to the what uh, I'm gonna say, S- Seosin or Seoshin, however you want to say it. Their song, "You're Not Alone." Like music yep. has really been that thing that's always been there for me. I've been, I've been many people in my life, but music has always been there. It they, it always understands, and there's always somebody who knows what I'm going through.
1: Absolutely, that's that's really a thing that's compelling and like for, for me personally, that's the, one of the biggest driving factors in life. Mm-hmm. I think for the
4: entire band, that's probably our biggest thing is having a shared emotion and connection between us and the listeners. You know, it's that mm-hmm. connection of we're feeling the same things. This is how we can express it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, yes. and a, f- a few of our songs, um, more recent songs, I actually have written about certain things that are very personal or like, they're about certain a multi, like, layered things um but i also wanted to be very relatable to the listener that anybody can come in and be like this is this is about you know this is about me you know whatever um one of the songs is wayfinder which is uh, a single we put out last year um really just uh you know it 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 has definitely a lot of levels to like what it's about and Mm -hmm. uh you know we don't have time for all that but
0: (laughs) 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 Let me say that Wayfinder is the song that brought you guys into my exist, in my ethos. I uh, I saw, I found you guys on Facebook, and I like loved Wayfinder so much. And then I feel like y'all got really shafted because what you dropped that in like February, just yep. before we all got locked down. Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh, I was like,
4: I- we started shopping just like um. Two Bro. weeks before COVID hit, too. And I heard everybody's... Wayfinder,
0: and I'm like, this band is about to fucking blow up. Like, this song is so, like, it's so, the message is so relatable. And I was like, this band's about to skyrocket. And then they're like, stay in your house. And I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> no, no. I was yeah. so upset for oh. you guys. We Yeah, we had just started practicing that
3: song. Or no, we had planned to practice the song and then we i think we canceled before we even had a chance to practice the song
1: yeah we, we had two shows yeah
3: ron's uh family got covid
1: and we had to
4: cancel practice that, yeah. Got it.
1: yeah i mean i wasn't with them or anything no
4: but right. we didn't want to take a chance because this was right. right when it started we didn't know how contagious it was or nothing right. i mean he wasn't living with his mom and his brother but mm-hmm. it was just like uh-oh
0: right so. they might have been in contact yeah no i know. Right. i get
1: it yeah we we had uh taken some time off um our last show we played was in november of 2019 and then we took some time off to work on a work on a new full-length album which um we we were working on that uh, up until the shutdown um Mm -hmm. we had actually finished wayfinder a a month or so before we started working on the the new full-length album the second Mm full-length and uh From there, um, we
4: switched gears entirely.
1: Yeah, Wayfinder came out, and we were getting ready to start playing a couple shows. You know, for we had a couple things booked in April. I don't honestly don't remember where they were. Um, But yeah, that was gonna be the first time we played Wayfinder live, and then you know we had to cancel those and then shut down. So now, when we come back out, we'll be playing Wayfinder as well as a whole new EP you know whenever whenever we get start booking shows but
4: yeah cuz we had we had actually been working on a new full length yeah. before the whole shutdown we yeah. put that on the back burner because it's we're super proud of it but we decided to do an EP first so this yeah. EP that we're releasing uh what is it the 20th of this month um is actually newer material than what's coming afterwards i mean we're still writing that stuff we're right. still working on it so it will be fresh but it's uh yeah we just this is kind of our pandemic EP. Oh okay See,
2: yeah
0: quarantine <laughs> sessions as yeah quarantine sessions know. really <laughs> well
2: yeah
1: r- yeah really what it was is that um, we were working on the full length and then the shutdown happened and um I just kind of thought to myself I'm like you know th- this full length it just doesn't feel right with this the times right now just mm-hmm. like you know I, I love it like w- we are very passionate about what's gonna be coming hopefully the near future, you know, after, after this EP. Um, but it just didn't feel right with what's going on. And like, we are all, I mean, everybody had a different emotions with what's going on with the shutdown, right. you know, everybody's feeling different things. And really, we, um, with the EP, I, we just wanted to step back and feel how we were currently. And like, uh, there's a lot of things with that. Like, um, it started with like just Trevor showing three different ideas. And then I'm like, we're going to, you know, let's do something with these. And then, um, we expanded it to a four, uh, I was going to do a, an acoustic song and then which once, the CD. which does like make the CD, it's the final track. It's called holding on. Um, which I, I wrote after we started working on the three songs that Trevor, like three instrumentals that Trevor brought to the, right. the project, which we ended up, uh, uh, composing and adjusting and whatnot. Um, but it was really just everything in its current state, just where, where we were, like, just like these ideas and we're like, let's, let's just put a pause on the, on the full length. Let's just do what we're feeling right now. And just like emotions, you know, um, the, yeah, all the lyrics are very reflective, like what was going on during the shutdown, as well as like, how we we're just feeling feeling just in, in life in general, it doesn't have to be anything, you know, um, about like, you know, the, just, you it's it, it just really just kind of, we we just, we're just, dove deep into like how we were feeling internally. And that's, that's mm-hmm. really how I feel about the song all these songs on this new, uh, full length or sorry, EP that's coming out on the 20th of October called Wander, which it, it says it itself. We just kind of just explored different mm-hmm. things and where we, where we are as musicians and, um, ourselves as people really. And that's, and that, uh, uh, EP. And uh, I'm really excited about it. Like it, it's, yeah not not to discredit wander, but like what what Ben said is just like you know um we're very excited for the full length to come after that as well, but uh it just wasn't that the right time for it, so right. we went and worked on this, and uh yeah it, 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 it we're we're really happy about it, and uh it's just really uh, very reflective on like the state of things and who we are as people, and we kind of just took a step back just to kind of bridge things over really well that's
0: great because i'm gonna be honest i was super worried that the pandemic killed you guys because (laughs) you guys were like quiet for a long time i'm like no this new band i just found and then i'm like Mm -hmm. and then you your socials were quiet for a long time i'm like please don't tell me that the quarantine like snuffed this flame that was about to take over but no we were working on new stuff all right good so that's another (laughs) thing that i like asking bands do you so like you said with this new uh, EP, it sounds like you guys were really using the I'm going to say turmoil that was the time frame of quarantine to really expel the feelings and frustrations and probably sadness and stuff like that from the quarantine. I like asking do you think the lockdown quarantine was conducive to like your music or is it something that kind of like bogged you down and you kind of like weren't feeling you were kind of wrapped up in your own, you know, misfortune, so to speak.
1: I think yeah, a little bit of both, but yeah, well, that's exactly what I was going to say. I think that it was, we were able to like, I, I'm very happy that like I, I don't know if this Wander EP would happen if we didn't have the shutdown or like mm-hmm. if it wouldn't be what it is right now um which i like after we recorded these songs we're, we're super excited to share with people cuz i like i i love them so much um but uh like you said the wayfinder came out we were looking to try to like shop around for trying to get some rep- representation with uh just even just an agent or something just to help right. us get like moving out moving on with that then the shutdown happened and now you know a year and a half two years later like we're like it's it's been two years and we're still in the same spot we were if not before because you know we lost the buzz from wayfinder we lost right
4: when this stuff started i mean our immediate goal was getting on tour and so we literally shifted gears i shouldn't say literally but we shifted gears entirely from all right our next goal is getting on the road to right now we're working on a new album it was Mm -hmm. just a huge change so it hurt us in a way that we had to kind of rewire the way that we were thinking about our plan. Um, Right. But at the same time, it was also kind of a blessing because it gave us, you know, the ability to be more creative and create a whole new album. So it had its ups and its downs.
0: I think that, so the quarantine presented a very interesting dilemma and in doing so, it kind of forced everybody into a corner and you either figured a way out of it, something to, you know, how to get by, or, you know, you hung up the towel. Like, I don't know what happens in the uh, Michigan area, but a lot of our locals, like, it it was, I hate to say this, but I'm going to say it. It really showed who was in it for, like, the passion. Like, who's in it to write music because they want to write music versus who's in it just for, like, playing shows, and whatever the case may be, it really kind of weaned out some uh, musicians that may or may not have been in for the wrong reasons. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and then, let me see, what, where did we... We talked about Monsters and Revelations. Um, we, I don't think we talked about... Time Changes Hearts, that's where we're at. So, who's the piano player? That's Trevor. Is that you? Yeah. Trevor? Yeah. Bro. <laughs> slow clap slow clap let me tell you right now I love a good piano I am so jealous like, I'm jealous of guitar players in general but piano dude ugh oh, it's such a beautiful instrument and to anyone who can play it oh, hey, uh, hey could you do me a weird favor real quick will you play something on that piano behind you just for me sure oh, oh I thought he was about to crack his knuckles I thought that's what he was going <laughs> to oh, do oh I could do that yeah I could do that let me give you something real quick and this is self-taught? You didn't go to school for this? No. No. I mean, really the hardest part, I don't know, it's, it's really
3: the hardest part to be consistent because if you don't keep up on it, you honestly, you start to lose it. Not lose it in the, yeah. the sense of, like, forgetting everything,
0: but you, like... Not as nimble.
3: Yeah. It's like yeah, yeah. you got to be consistent on learning. It's like you got to keep doing it because if you don't, it you just kind of start to, like, not really feel it. Things don't – you start to lose the motivation because you don't feel like you're gaining Mm -hmm. anything. Um, And that's a big thing is once you start to lose that feeling of like moving forward with your skills, it kind of like ruins the whole idea
0: of playing. You start to feel feel like like you've plateaued and then it's not going to get any better. And then you're like,
3: well, try something else now. Which is something that a lot of my students, they get to a point where they, they think they can just keep practicing the same thing and get better. And when they're like, why am I not getting better? Because I've had students who who will come for like a year and then they'll take a break yeah. and they'll come back a year or two later. And they're like pretty much where they left off. And it's like, listen, man, you got you to gotta keep learning. That's what it is. You got to push. You got to push. Yeah. yeah. So that's, awesome. that's kind of, yeah, I kind of just kept practicing. And, you know, eventually with the whole learning music theory and getting into all of that, it just, dramatically helped me increase my skills and it allowed me to learn like just pretty much as much as I can you know because you can just keep learning there's so much stuff to learn about music theory and I still don't even know all of it I just know pretty much everything that I've learned up until this point you know I'm still trying to learn more
0: well I'm glad you don't know everything because then that would mean the band is about to you know find their <laughs> plateau I'm glad you have a lot to learn and I'm excited to take that journey with you
1: well everybody else. I'll be here. <laughs>
0: So with the Thought Life, uh, Time Changes Hearts EP came out in 2018. To be specific, it looks like, oh, October 19th. So what is it, 2018, 19, 20, That's almost three years old. Yeah. 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 Happy pre-anniversary to your uh, EP. Fun little fact. Uh, Monsters
4: of Revelations came out on October 21st. Time Changes Hearts came out on October 19th. And our next album's coming out on October 20th.
0: So you guys are so that, like October, huh?
4: Yeah, and it's actually, though, what Ron was saying earlier about the album art telling a concept. Yeah. yeah for if the, you were to look at it in a specific timeline, actually the way that those three days go, the 19th, 20th, and 21st, the mm-hmm. art is chronologically within those three numbers. In the time period it's of the story. It's hard to explain.
3: Yeah.
4: So, so the story. Essentially.
1: Sorry. It's I don't, hard to I don't, explain. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about the story very much because it's, you know, it's still evolving and like there's... Uh, it's kind of
4: ambiguous right now.
1: Yeah. Look, I, I have a whole thing mapped out with, uh, especially with the next uh, full length and everything.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But, so, Monsters Revelations, Revelations, um, that is a, is a point in time, but Time to His Hearts is actually a prequel in the story to okay. Monsters Revelations. There's uh, some different uh characters that are also like just kind of like, hinted to like yeah. if you look in the the artwork of time changes hearts you can see the owl in in the window i believe is i think it's still in there i, I, think, I think i made that yeah it's, a, yeah, it's yeah. The the, so the owl from the the back cover of Monsters revelations is actually in the window of time changes hearts
2: Ooh.
1: and there's different uh there's a bunch of different things that we've included in the artwork and the main character featured in
4: uh front of time changes hearts album artwork is actually also the same character that's in the new
1: almart work wayfinder, wayfinder. Oh, sorry sorry oh, wander. wander wander my wander. bad <laughs> you're good yeah
4: so it's it's connected but we we kind of uh oh my gosh I'm we so got mad lucky, I didn't... But also planned that out <laughs> at the same time so. yeah
0: I'm yeah. so mad I didn't maybe i'm making a connection here that's not actually there but is the uh person on the cover of your wayfinder um single the same girl yes. or person yep. that is in okay the monsters yeah Some yes stuff. and
1: wayfinder yeah wayfinder's artwork also falls into into the storyline um which i um kind of also like somewhat influenced by like coheed and cambria and the deer oh. hunter where like i there is a story that I'm writing and working on that I have I have like outlined out that one of these days if we are, have the the means and ability to I would like to do some sort of novel or graphic novel or something of some sort.
0: I was just getting to ready to ask you if you were gonna do like a dance Gavin dance thing the strawberries which they, they just yeah. did that yeah like that's cool yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I love that I think that's so cool um a couple of the other musicians that I listen to also have made albums that um, went congruent with a like feature length film. So like Halsey and Casey yep. Musgraves both did made an album that also has a movie to go with it. Yep. And I part of me loves that, part of me also hates it. And not and I'll explain. So I love it because I love knowing the story behind the music, right? I love knowing what the artist has, what their intention was for each song. But I also hate it because sometimes I hear a song and I apply it to my life specifically, but then I find out that it has nothing to do with what I thought it applied to mm-hmm. me. So, like the used has a song. Was it um, all that I've got? I love mm-hmm. that song, but then I found out that that song was—I think it's all that I've got—is about like his dog dying while he was on tour. Yep. And I was like, "That's nowhere yep. near what I had for my life." So <laughs> then it kind of like, kind of takes away. Just because I'm like, oh, I, I translated it into something that it isn't. But I also kind of think that's cool that like the versatility of songwriting can't even with your own definition, it can still mean something to me.
1: And that that's really the beautiful thing about uh, just writing songs and, and mm-hmm. appreciating music. And that's kind of like what like, <clears throat> excuse
4: me, we try to purposely keep ambiguity, yeah, Mm in our lyrics and the meanings of our songs like that, because we want the listener to put their own feeling and their own emotions into it. So we don't even always, we kind of almost avoid talking about sometimes what our songs are about, because we want you to have your own interpretation. And that's why we're not going into too many details about the story either. Because not even necessarily the lyrics are tied into the story. It's right. kind of separate. It's kind of the same. We leave that room in there on purpose.
0: That's that's a fair move.
1: There's yeah, there's definitely links and connections to all the songs, even though like at some of the song's origin it has nothing to do with the the bigger picture, the bigger story we're telling. Mm-hmm. Um but it's more so themes right for some of it yeah um but yeah it's really it's the beautiful thing about songwriting is that you you can uh, um some sometimes you just you, some song doesn't click with you at a certain point in your life and then you come back to it and then you 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 now understand what they were going with because it's just something that you maybe you hadn't matured to the point maybe you hadn't had this certain crossroads in your life and it, there's actually like one thing that I just I love about Monster's Revelations itself is that a lot of these songs, I know exactly what what they're written about and you know, and what what the origin was. And like three, four years ag- first la- four years later, I went through and uh, like I, I, went, I went through some 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 trouble in my life. And then
0: and
4: by the way, I don't mean I, to cut you off.
1: Nice shirt. Yeah,
4: yeah. I was just saying.
0: Yeah, you guys just sent me this in the mail not too long ago. <laughs> All right, sorry. Yeah,
1: yeah, and uh, so. I had written the songs about certain things that I knew about, you know. Obviously, as I wrote them, and uh, then years later, I went through some trouble in my life, and then it—it it, it was almost like the—the the lyrics and were speaking me to a different thing. I, I it, you know, about something that, as if I wrote, I wrote them to help me get through a different part of my life, and it was right. I, I applied a different meaning, just kind of like you're saying, like, yeah, Bert's dog, got hit by, you know, got, got passed away before while they were writing, uh, in Love and Death. And when they were in the studio that he had like his assistant like drive or fly out the, the dog and it just uh, something, you know, there was an accident and mm-hmm. um, he just kind of took that pain and channeled it to that song. But uh, the song doesn't even seem like it's about that really. It seems no, about so many no. different things. And right. Yeah. It, and that's really, you know, the listener's interpretation, which is awesome. We want it to be relatable to people at any level. And as many people as possible, because different people have different, you know, everybody, everybody goes through different struggles in their life. But you know, we want the people to kind of relate and feel feel something, and mm-hmm. uh, with their music, which uh, is ultimately what we do. And uh, I also like just want to inspire people on that level, the way that the bands that have influenced me along the way have, and that's really one of my my end goals with all of this, just to make people feel you know, motivated to do stuff like this and try to uh, make other people, you know, feel like they're not alone and feel like they're, you know, part of something, kind of like what we you were saying with, with that, with in and, 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 and whatnot.
0: Mhm. Well, I don't want to f- seem like I'm blowing smoke up your ass, but you got Wayfinder, the first song I heard from you guys, definitely helped me get through the struggles of the initial quarantine. Like, the lyrics, I just, I love so much. Let me see if I can pull them out of my um uh uh oh i can hear it no that's the intro the pressure's on the uh oh don't hey don't don't do the jeopardy theme hold on don't do that when you hesitate uh to face your fears you alter your own fate i love that lyric so much and i'm super curious as to did you are you just like a natural born writer or are you just good at like spilling mm. out your guts onto a paper and then like shaving it down into what becomes these amazing songs well that's the, the highest
1: praise and compliment i have to say that like that 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 means a lot keep it um, coming b-
0: don't <laughs> don't give up on me keep it coming
1: no no i i i i plan to good um yeah i i i mean each song i have a different kind of different process um some of the songs they originate on me on acoustic guitar. Some of the songs mm-hmm. uh, originate with, like an idea that like Trevor had in piano or something, or or some, some like, we all we we write songs in different levels and different right. ways, and uh, sometimes I'll come up with a melody I like, and then I just try to like find what I'm feeling exactly, and then it, it usually comes. But some sometimes I have to rewrite a song a bunch of times. But with Wayfinder, I just literally Ben gave us a, like a, a musical idea about it and this is actually one of the songs that um i didn't really come up with all of the melodies it was actually ben yeah um a lot of times i I kind of just have music and then i write the melodies and lyrics and whatnot but ben um (laughs) the original version of wayfinder um it was most of the orchestration and the the stuff done by ben he just had a bunch of nas you know just like the melody going and Mm -hmm. and i wrote to it and what made it you know what felt right with 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 the music and like we actually were working on a different songs. We were planning on doing a single and uh, a song that um, it was pr- originally from Trevor and I helped rearrange it and we worked on it for a few sessions and then then Ben presented this idea it was like, no, we're doing this one now and then we'll do that one later. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it just felt so perfect and right for the time and and that, that was the one to go to. Because really Wayfinder is like a whole package with that with the song is like ups and downs um, and, uh, it's not that long of a song and like one of the best things about it is as soon as I'm done listening to it, you know, I, I'm, 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 I'm not going to be afraid to say that I'm a fan of like the music we do because this just makes me feel, you know, I would hope uh, but, you're a fan of your music <laughs> to some degree. We don't us, need uh, it to so, be Kanye uh, I mean, so, level where yeah, you're listening no, to your own yeah, music
0: right.
4: in your car. I love myself like Kanye loves Kanye.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh. At the end of the song, it just it it, it it just leaves you wanting more of that, really. Can confirm. Know. Can confirm. Thank you. And yeah, it it's just uh, I don't know. It just with the lyrics. Going back to the lyrics. Sorry, I get a little off track, but uh, um, I I just uh, try to just get into that place and uh, just f- try to explain what I'm feeling as best as possible, lot, you know, involves a lot of rewrites and whatnot. And until i I really feel like I've, I've got, you know, achieved what I, what I'm trying to say. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. But when you do that and like when you hear come out and then a lot of the times for lyrics and stuff, I just don't show them anything until we were recording and it's like, I'll do my demos, but then like, well, so it's really fun just to see like Ben and Trevor's reaction when we're in a session and they're like, I'm like, so what do you guys think? And they're like, You know, they they gave me the honest thoughts, and like um, when it's when it's one of those songs that like everybody really likes likes about it. Just Mm -hmm. it it feels so good. And then when we show it to people, and people take you know are fond of it, like you you just said, you you know, you 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 really you know related to it. That that just means everything to me.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: That's a. I feel like that's always one of the perks of presenting in person. Is it's not only the like verbal reaction you get. You can also watch like the body language, and you can see that like. Do you play the song and they're like, they like lean into it? You're like, okay, okay, now they're listening. They're, they're, yeah. Their interest is peaked. I really like that. So then, Ben, I have like to ask you. the biggest thing I miss about playing live is yeah, the reaction. Yeah, watching. I know. That's, that's one I asked. I had a band on also from Michigan called Reckless Revival. And I was asking them, because they hadn't played in like a year. And I was asking, do the crowds seem more into it than normal not necessarily because your music's better or anything but because they have been deprived of this live interaction for so long do does it look like and feel like they appreciate what they had before now more and they were like absolute for sure they are so into it now because um i had this weird idea that i think like a mandatory shutdown every now and again would be good to take away all the mm-hmm. things that you like so they could reinvigorate the oh, I was kind of taking that thing for granted. Like, I didn't realize how into going to shows and just, like, socializing with my fellow scene kids, uh, I didn't realize how attached to that I was until it was gone. And I was like, oh, man, I was kind of taking those, like, interactions for granted. Like, now I'm just stuck talking over a mic. I don't know why I used my hand as the mic. But, (laughs) like, it's so, it's it's, I like that idea, but also... I think I would be upset initially like, alright, it's time for the mandatory lockdown. I'm like, damn it, I was just gonna go see the Thought Life in Detroit, and now I gotta fucking wait.
1: It'll <laughs> be after our next big single drops, and then <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> we'll drop a single, you have to wait yeah. two years and then you can see us. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah, that was I was super bummed that, that happened. Cause like, oh hell yeah. And I think I'd like reached out to you guys because I know I I I found Wayfinder and I hit you guys up and I was like, "Hey, can I put this on one of our episodes?" And you guys were like, "Yeah, sure." And I was like, "Oh, I would love to see them and I would love for them to come play like for our area." And then, no,
5: yep.
0: nobody plays for no one for a year and a half. <laughs> Son of a bitch. But yeah. Um,
1: Wait to put out a song about you know not, <laughs> not you know letting your, you know your demons take hold of you and just fight off. You know, fight off all that and just uh chasing your dreams and then you just can't.
0: Now you're gonna be locked in a room with your demons so, and you can't yeah. reach your dreams. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's why I, like, I appreciate well, that but... song was there to keep me Yeah. Like, Don't worry, man, it's it's coming back. Um yeah. Ben I have to ask, how many times do people say that you sound like Burt McCracken? Uh, that's
4: actually not one that I get a lot. Uh I, really? I appreciate that. Yeah. I've I've heard it a few times, but mm-hmm. uh no. Uh that's not a super common one, but I mean, he's one of my biggest inspirations. So yeah, thank you.
0: <laughs> You're welcome. That was immediately what I thought was like. uh, So Wayfinder, like I keep saying, was the first song I heard. the 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 clean vocals you did at the intro of that song, I was like, ooh, this is pretty. And then once you got into the da 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 da, and you started with your highs, I was like, there's mm-hmm. some there's some like reminiscent Burt vocals in there, and I was like, Hell super. Yeah. I was super into it. I love I love the used right, but Um, I'm curious, what was it that made you, not necessarily inspired you, but how did you find out that you could sing? Uh, well. Tell me it was Spice Girls, just for the lore. Just for the lore. It was Backstreet Boys. (laughs) It was Backstreet Boys. We all started um, there.
4: I mean, uh, I kind of grew up with music. Both my parents were musicians. I was singing as little as I can remember. I mean, I was literally... And the, uh, the City Musical when I was probably six. I was already singing in church when I was in f- first grade. So, I mean, oh, I, I started singing at
0: a young age. So you were thrown, you were thrown out into a crowd like at the very beginning.
4: Pretty much. And I mean, you know, and I appreciate my parents for this. But, I mean, they had me uh, in piano lessons right away. Pretty much right. as soon, again, like first grade. I got my first drum set, I think, when I was four years old.
0: Wait, <laughs> um, you also played drums?
4: Yeah, yeah. Uh, drums, bass, piano, guitar.
0: Does everybody ones. in this band all play the same instruments? Like you're all good at piano, you're all good at guitar, y'all play drums. Trevor, is that
4: a thing? Trevor's way better than piano and guitar. Probably both of us. Yeah, <laughs>
1: but but yeah. Um, and, we, and Trevor and I don't play drums, but we we all are, dabble. Are all, yeah, we all dabble with everything, really.
4: Wow. And that's like that's a cool thing with our writing process too, is because we don't have a set way that we write and sometimes i'll bring something to the table or trevor will or even ron will come with like hey i've got this acoustic song let's turn it into something Mm -hmm. and uh you know we'll jump between different instruments and stuff like that so it keeps things fresh
0: i i've been doing this for going on three years now and the one another consistent thing that i see is that when all of the members are I won't say fluent, but when all the members are versed in several instruments, it seems like it creates better music, because it's not just one person knowing, like, oh, this guitar part sounds good, and then you've got a vocalist who only does vocals, and and then, for example, me, I'd be like, what if you went, like, da-da-da-da-da-da, and then like, um, can you do that again? But if, knowing guitar, you could be like, okay, no, but, like, G, C, whatever, it makes the... The conversation easier to uh, digest, I assume. I Yes. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Knowing what you're talking about and being able to
4: just say, hey, no, instead of playing, you know, a C in this riff, right. change it to a C sharp, make it a diminished. We'll see what that does, how that changes the mood. And, and yeah. I mean, being versed in each other's instruments and we do the, exactly that, you mm-hmm. know, uh, me and Ron give vocal ideas back and forth. We'll all sit at the same computer and work, you know, if Trevor's got something, Hey, why don't you try this? Right and yeah, it's it's a constant sharing of
3: ideas between the three of us.
0: That's good. I like that. I, Honestly, that's,
3: uh, I, go ahead. I I think one of the best things about knowing each other's instruments is knowing what's not possible. Because if you that's good are trying to bring something to the table and you're telling somebody, "Can you do this?" and it's not even physically possible, that's already like a barrier you have to overcome, and it kind of can hinder the writing process I feel like. But if you already know like what the capabilities of the person or the instrument are then it dramatically helps I feel like with the writing process.
0: Right, saves time and it all yeah. I can see that. Um so then what we got? Uh I think we got up to Wayfinder. So I'm curious uh the EP that you guys are releasing on would you say October 20th? Yes. Yes. October 20th. Is that is Wayfinder kind of like a sample of what the EP is going to be, or is it uh, like a conglomerate of several different styles? Well, actually, as we were saying, <laughs>
4: before the pandemic, we were working on the next full length. So if anything, oh. Wayfinder is kind of a bridge to that album. You, you'll definitely still see that it's a bridge before the CP. Okay. But um, to me, it definitely leads into the next album quite well. Um, okay. So it it is a bridge, but we kind of you know took a little bit of a detour with this album. It's still our sound. It's still right. us. Does
0: the EP tie into the storyline?
1: Oh yeah, it certainly does. And and that that's kind of what, uh, what Ben was saying with the dates. Mm-hmm. Um, so originally, "Time Changes Hearts" was the prequel for "Monster Revelations," and, mm-hmm. but actually, this one um serves as a bridge to between the two of those so it's in okay. between time Chases hearts and monsters relations but it's also in a sense a prequel to our next full length which is in my stories that i'm, I'm working on and um that I have for like, I have different drafts and whatnot of what, mm-hmm. w- where I want to do with this. You know, we have, we have time to, you know, to, <laughs> We've got to
4: time. finalize We've
1: got time. things, you know, make, make, make more sense of things, but, uh, it's all right. a work in progress. Um, yeah. So this is kind of like a bridge as well as a prequel to the next thing. And, uh, uh, Wayfinder is something that's actually happening. Um, coherently like with the
4: latest in the plot right now.
1: Yeah. It, 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 there's a little bit of an overlap with monster revelations and like the, the timeline, but also like a little bit of overlap with the beginning of the next album, which we're not gonna talk much about that one. But uh,
4: <laughs>
1: yeah, I if anybody, if anybody's into this kind of concept stuff, you know, we're where you guys. Uh, Dig wait,
0: into it, see wait, what yeah. you find. I'm gonna be totally transparent with you guys because I like you. That frustrates me because <laughs> I, wa- I wanna know the story. they are like, no, you gotta wait. We're gonna be a little bit. This is part of the story. And then this one's gonna be a prequel of that. And then this one's a bridge to that. But then we've also shown you a little bit what comes ahead, like fuck your Tarantino, recording lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, you know, okay? I, I feel like I'm just, just telling give me you too the much. Story. So. <laughs> yeah, we,
4: we've already said
1: too much. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> we've already said. Oh, great. Now just, they're going to come come to my, care my of, house you know. and we take can't care. Ton, <laughs> of
1: Just know there's much more to come, um, and many more things just in the works. That's Do all you, we can well, really say.
0: I can't. I literally cannot wait. I'm like I just said. I'm irritated that now I know that there's like a big story that's behind it all and i'm literally just gonna have to wait to piece it all together <clears throat> That's like it's part of the fun right? the,
1: it's part of the fun
0: yeah i guess but i'm so high anxiety <laughs> that i'm like <laughs> okay well what what happens next but no do you guys have rules where you're not allowed to bring girlfriends into the into the space or what <laughs> <laughs> you think we have girlfriends No, just, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: no. girlfriends. No, nothing like that <laughs> There's no time for that. No, no I... <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> this this dude's engaged. Yeah, I just got engaged recently. So, well,
0: congratulations.
1: Uh, thank you so much. And we just bought a house. So that's that's why I'm no longer in the, the band house. So
0: wait, so you're telling me she didn't want to live with the band?
1: <laughs> the weirdest thing, you know, <laughs> right. I presented to her and she was just like oddly wasn't down.
0: What? I was is like this- maybe not. <laughs> I don't know why she wasn't, uh, like, so ready to jump at that opportunity. Tell me I can live with your bandmates and you? I was like, oh, mm.
1: like, Trevor can take my room, and then we can just live upstairs in the garage. You yeah, know, yeah. just have a little...
0: <laughs> garage stuff. Oh, she's, she's too good for garage living, huh? Yeah, mm. Apparently yeah. so. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, man. Well, um. So yeah. then, let me see. Where are we at? We did... Wayfinder. We talked about the upcoming album that's not actually supposed to be talked about, so that's fun. Um, <laughs> the new uh, Volume Two covers things coming out. Um, the D- and then Wanderer is the name of the new EP that's October twenty. Wander, but yes. Wander, wander. Yeah. Wander. Wander. Okay. Fair enough. Um, so then, I just have some random questions I'd like to ask you. Um, first of all let me ask this one is there any one thing you wanted to talk about that didn't come up organic
1: so by the time this song or this this airs mm-hmm. we'll have a song called feel something <gasps> playing on oh, oh it's gonna be on the uh, it already actually already yeah, is YouTube, on apple music right yeah, now you can so
4: if you pre-order the album on apple music you can already get it uh, but we'll have a music video for it on youtube but uh, yeah i was hoity, just curious hoity hoity apple
0: could, users and their their access to things before us android we, users we wanted to throw it on Spotify, but they make you pay
4: for... they The way they do singles, unless yeah. you have a direct connection with them, is kind of convoluted. Yeah. Because um, with the way the IRC codes, they don't just throw the songs right into the album after it releases, so you have to pay right. to release them as singles, but then it doesn't reorganize them for a whole year after the album comes out. and We didn't want to have multiples of the same song on our, right. on the platform, so we had to choose to... Just wait until the album came out for that. Uh, platforms. Or just go with
1: technical difficulties. We had, yeah. right.
0: <laughs> I, I, well, I, I love Spotify out, so, so much, right? It's so convenient. It has everything. The radio application for it is great. The artists you may also like is great. I just wish that they would pay my people more money. That's all I want. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, the, the, the app is great. You guys do everything correctly except for the the single thing that you were just talking about I'm sure there's other things that are uh a bunch of hoops that you have to go through but come on Spotify yeah. listen to the people who are giving you the content that makes your app even possible just pay them just pay them Ugh. well be nice. um so okay so the organic thing we talked about that uh tell me a little bit about the 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 song the feel something and the new music video well um
1: it actually Dives deep into the idea of having different layers to different levels of uh, songs and uh, feelings, and uh, so it uh, the original the, the the original writer or I guess the, the tentative song, song title used to be called Layers, which mm-hmm.
0: um, we all know. oak layers
1: exactly mm-hmm. onions as well. <laughs> what, what about um, <laughs>
3: what about the working title New Jam? New jam. Oh yeah, yeah. New so, jam.
2: so
1: originally, yeah, Trevor, yeah, Trevor originally, originally for this song. Trevor had a uh, about a minute like demo idea that was called mm-hmm. New Jam. That that Trevor and I sat down and uh, actually rearranged it and uh, made it into what it is. And so my working title with the lyrics was Layers, and um, but which the word Layers is in the song. In the chorus as well as mm-hmm. feel something and uh, um, Ben brought up how he just felt like feel something kind of like really just sat better with him and I and I, and it, it, as soon as I thought about it I just I'm like you know I like that I like that too I like, I like them both and and, and really
0: yeah like it it's also a very um, hot entree given the current climate like you know the yeah. whole the emo thing is so big and popular now and I can't believe it I. I got made fun of for how I used to look and dress in high school, and now it's the cool thing to do, and it fucking pisses me off. I'm so mad.
4: Well, uh, we were wearing girl jeans, now they make skinny jeans. I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I, yeah. Uh,
0: I used to get called homophobic slurs every day because of my girl pants. Uh, but yep. now
2: it's and now those
1: people thing. are wearing those pants.
0: Yeah. Oh, look at you. You're so cool now, huh? I was like, uh, are
1: they're, they're just tight, that's all.
0: I see so many TikToks of, like, these, like, teenage kids, like, 18, 19. They're like, oh, things used to be so cool back then. And it would, like, show, like, old video footage of kids in high school in 2007. And And I'm like, bro, mm, I was there. That was me. (laughs) That
4: was me. Oh, no. We're elder (sighs) emos now. Have you heard that? Or the
0: senior citizens. The senior citizens. Yeah. Yeah, that's me. I mean, I'm grateful that that's another cool thing about like society as a whole is that counterculture always seems to become like the mainstream after um Mm -hmm. you know a decade or whatever it is so i mean i'm glad that emo and like that whole scene goth phase is getting its time to shine but man do i wish i was the right age now so that i could be in the cool group instead of Oh no, look at the school shooter walking through the halls with his fucking <laughs> <laughs> with his under oath shirt on like. Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Um okay, so let me let me ask some of these uh wild questions that I've got here. Um if okay, so this this one's kind of a thinker. So, if you had to describe your music to someone who's never listened to music before, how would you do it?
1: That's probably the hardest question we've <laughs> always had because really
5: we
0: just you said that with meeting. a straight face you were like, <laughs> we just had
4: a whole meeting about this like not too long ago too oh well it's so then uh, you should be prepared we should but we're not <laughs> <laughs> we should but we're not
1: well the, the thing is like whenever we present our music to people it's mm-hmm. just uh, there's enough influences in there that you can kind of like some. It, there's some something for someone really in it right and um, I think that the most common thing besides like Ben's voice sounds like fallout boy or Ben's sounds like better cracking mm-hmm. um, people will say this reminds me of something but they can never put their finger exactly on it because it's not really anything that's it, 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 it's it, it's kind of like a collage and you know it has influences for everything and we, we, we all bring that to the table where we just kind of but we also have our own sound between Ben and myself vocals so our music is very very diverse song to song, but one song might sound a little bit more like Co-Eat or mm-hmm. Dance Gavin where, whereas another song will sound like Take It Make Sunday or a song will sound like I, I don't know, just just it, it goes on. They used uh panic, like old right. panic probably. Not 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 more of the recent days, but mm-hmm.
0: uh I've got your next shirt idea right here. It's gonna say Thought Life. A soup of many spices. There you go. There you go. We,
1: we have we have something we have something we we, we plan on putting out too. I don't know. <laughs> Should I
4: say
0: it?
1: The like, genre listen. confused.
0: <laughs> <laughs> genre confused. That's yes. even, that would probably sell pretty well. <laughs> that's that's one we've been tossing around for a while now. Uh, here we go. Um, is there one? that uh, This I guess this would apply to everybody. Is there one emotion specifically that inspires you to write the most? I'm trying to think My, of how I don't,
3: to word it. I don't really get inspiration from emotion. It's more mm-hmm. like I find inspiration in other works and then I use whatever emotion I'm feeling to make the music that I want to craft portray. It. Yeah. Mm, it's okay. more like the driving force, not right. as much of like
0: the original intent. Right. So it's like a spark that starts your engine to make right the music. Right. Okay. That's
3: fair. I, I would
1: say that a big compeller, I guess if I don't know if it's a, really just a a feeling, but just like or it, it is a feeling, but like the feeling you get when you're reflecting on things, when you're just like looking back and like, and like stuff. Okay. Yeah, just being like like should I have done this differently or you know um all it's very these choices led, led to this well come on i mean <laughs> he said, like, come it, on it, look at this shirt what, what can you what <laughs> can i what can i say and we're in the used shirt right now we're, you know we're
4: not an emo band or anything <laughs> no no um, of course not um.
1: no but you, like you think about different uh relationships with people and mm-hmm. like just how, how and that's kind of really the theme which we actually didn't talk about at all but uh the symbol we have on most of our merch now, and it's, we kind of started doing it with time changes hearts.
4: Yeah, that was the introduction of it.
1: But the the symbol means time changes, and it's kind okay. of like just kind of at at, at the scope of like. Dreamer. The the it's an
4: altered version. What was this? was it Mayan?
1: A dinkin a, a dinkrin. Dinkin. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's kind of a symbol that that like it, it was actually primarily used for like um sending messages on like quilts and like just sewing just different things like just like people would do it like based on like there's just a bunch of different symbols me- with different meanings and uh is it an I-, I think it's a Dinka.
0: it's an african yeah. tribe yeah yeah dink yeah dinka
1: yeah as uh, uh, dinka or dinkra i thought it was uh, uh, maybe not uh
0: looks like meet the tallest people in africa the dinka tribe yeah i was curious about if you're um if that little Insignia was like an hourglass, or if it was like an altered like infinity symbol I mean I guess time, that would kind of almost be the same thing hourglass yeah, yeah. so it is kind of like something. an hourglass
1: um time changes which kind of nailed it. It. that and we we altered that, and that's what what that really means um and it's really like a lot of our songs, a lot of our themes are just like the you know reflecting on the changes in your life mm-hmm. through time and like how how you know it's it's everything just keeps going every you know we have to keep keep uh just uh reacting to everything you know just uh got to evolve yeah exactly yeah wander really just kind of dives into that whole nother level so i really hope that uh anyone listening here just gives gives the whole album a spin and or the ep a spin it's still an, I, I it's guess still an album. album yeah i will bombard um, but, everyone uh, don't you yes. do it
0: I will read the gospel of the thought life. <laughs> Another question I like to ask um, is perfect world. You have access to any band, any person alive or dead. If you had to piece together a perfect tour with the thought life, who are your other, let's go three bands and you oh, can be the headliner. God. It's not about like a current can, place can we, in your ethos. It's probably,
4: we're probably all going to need different answers. <laughs>
0: That's cool. That's <laughs> because, cool. I like that.
4: Yeah, we all have different inspiration. Um I'm
1: not going first.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I said all right. I'm not going
2: first.
1: Um well this tour would would be very odd because it's very diverse really. Mm-hmm. But it we would like also mixed be awesome. Shows. Yeah. And like our music it's just very just very all over the place really. Mm-hmm. Um but it has like the still I don't know. It has the very like a very strong core with our, our our sound, but it just definitely has very many influences. But anyways, um, headlining for me would be brand new if they could come back and it's still my favorite band. Like I, um, one of the bands that just uh, inspires people to relate to things and uh, a band that just shows growth over time. Um, the devil and so God a,
0: are fighting inside me. Is that what it's called? Ra- ra- raging inside of me. Raging inside me. I love that album so much. Yeah. Mm.
1: Yeah. I I love how every album has a different mood and different like vibe to like where you are in your life, and you mm-hmm. can really just uh, dive into it based on whatever mood you're in, really. And that's yep. kind of what I, I I want to do. You know, not not like completely just. <laughs> do exactly what they did but like i want people to feel and like grow with us you know um and that's kind of like the whole time changes and just you Mm -hmm. know rolling with it and just feeling that you know relation that that you're not alone and whatnot and all all these things we've been talking about right so yeah yeah my my uh my, my headliner will be brand new for sure um and then we're doing two bands we play with or just three bands total? What's the package? Uh, like? You
0: and three other bands.
1: Okay, okay. Oh, man. Um, well, just just basing off of the fact that Brand New played together, the, the mm-hmm. one band they would never play with is, is Taking Back Sunday. <laughs> so we'll go with that and then have the Deer Hunter be the, the other one. That's And it. then we'll have the... Kind of like shows a little bit of our sound throughout the mm-hmm. bit of it. Like I think brand new is more in the retrospective with the, the idea of like, just kind of like the feelings behind it is what I really wanted to, to, to portray in our music. Like just to, all the, the angst and all the mm-hmm. emotions and not, not as much the, the style, but just the feeling. Um, I would take it next this, Sunday. That?
0: I would call this tour the therapy tour. And that's what I would call this yeah. tour. <laughs> Therapeutor. <laughs> the like, That sounds yeah. really fancy.
1: Yeah, um, I just thought about that. Right there. Just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're
3: there. We're doing
1: it. Thought, you know. Jesse Lacey, Adam Azar, just bury the hatchet and
0: invite <laughs> us to be a part of it. Give me a call.
4: <laughs> we'll make things work. Uh, the power of the I, internet. So man, me... If
0: you get if you get TikTok behind it, they could just they could force the hands. It's like, true. T- yeah. And move
4: on. TikTok, do your thing. Yeah. TikTok. We just got on there.
1: Just come on.
0: Oh, you guys are on TikTok now.
1: We are, yeah, yeah. Bet I'm gonna follow. you We guys. don't have awesome. We don't have much on there yet. We <laughs> just have Like an ad. We, we have like an ad for. We have one video for right pondering. We got, our I've
4: got stuff ready to
0: roll out. So. All right, good. I'm gonna start I love, posting more and more. <laughs> I love, I love your delivery. Okay, you're always like, yeah, we've got a TikTok, but we don't really use it. So. <laughs> 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 I love it. I love the deadpan yeah. delivery. It's always, it's always gold. <laughs>
1: We know we should, and we're just trying to get there. You know, it's just. Dumb. Bro,
0: I know the it's it's the the like the advertisement, uh, lanes of all these socials is a lot of work. All right, so Ben, what's your what's your ideal perfect four group four band tour? I, I don't have a
4: list of who would headline or anything like that. That's but fair. definitely Circus Survive. Yes. Um. And this is going to be, it, it, probably. Bring me the horizon.
0: Like then, now, bring me the horizon.
4: I love or their new stuff. Okay, I love their new stuff. I know I'm not
1: in the. Uh, <laughs> he said I'm not supposed to. It's, uh, it's, I do. I I love their new ever, stuff. And he doesn't know if he should. He, he, but he, he
4: most does. Most people hate You're
0: allowed him. to like, like
4: whatever a lot of you want. Hate him exactly i love mm-hmm. pop music so i have no problem with the direction they've been going um, i stand
0: for john mayer and i am open about it I so there i don't you, go. you know it's it is you're allowed to like what you like if people want to oh, wait
4: for this yeah wait for this last one limp biscuit <laughs>
0: oh, oh whoa whoa yeah i swear <laughs> bro you are going to have a very diverse crowd circus survive yeah. and limp biscuit fans in the Let's same crowd go. yeah <laughs> This this tour is gonna wind up on the news, bro. For yeah, sure,
4: that's the point. <laughs> Hopefully, not for bad reasons. We don't want Woodstock '99 to happen.
0: No, I think uh, what's his name? Fred Durst is actually he's he's very mellowed out now. Like I've seen, he's yeah, he's he does TikTok all the time. Like, and it's never anything extravagant. It's just him in a wig, being disapproving of whatever it is the person across from him is doing. He's just like, no, he's a They're, character. I think yeah. I think it was honestly a a whole setup for their new single, Dad Vibes. I think that's what it was. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. I think Absolutely. it was a whole plot to sell that, so. Limp yeah, Biscuit
4: it's just, though. That's a, know, it's, that's a good pick. That's a It's random, but it's, you know, I mm-hmm. grew up listening to that. It's got a nostalgic place in my heart for me, so.
0: <laughs> I, I, one of my guilty pleasure songs I always say is break stuff. Like. Let's go. I, <laughs> I love that song so much. Like, I, I just want, To get, I would love to be, I've never seen Limp Bizkit, but I'd love to see them live and I'd love for them to like provide almost like, you know, those anger rooms where you can like pay $80 and smash. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it'd be fun if they were like, here's a bunch of old TVs and microwaves and here's some bats. You should all break some stuff while we play break stuff. (laughs) Granted, I'm sure there's some like liability and insurance things that they wouldn't be able to do with that, but it would be a great idea. Yeah. What if Limp Bizkit just opened up their own like anger room and it was just break Boom. stuff on loop all the time? Your you money. Get, yeah, you get, you get four minutes to break some stuff while the song plays.
1: If you're Red listening, Durst, to Fred, we'll go, into, we'll go idea. into business with you. <laughs> we'll go into business with you for that idea. I'll
0: Call us. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be the, the front desk person. I'll sign people in. That's, all, that's the only thing I want.
1: That's all you need. <laughs> all right, yeah, yeah, last
0: but not least, what's, what's your golden tour? All right. So I got kind
3: of it's tough cuz I have like kind of two different routes to go. It's like okay. more like bands that I would love to play with and bands that I think that would be like a good combination of bands. Right. Um okay. if if it was That's just the like That's a conflict. Yeah, so if I was just choosing bands I'd want to play with, it would mostly mm-hmm. be instrumentals like okay. David Maximitch as a band or I guess an artist that I love. I think it'd just be awesome to just have him on a tour, mm-hmm. um, Jakub Jutecki, uh another awesome player who is just really good at guitar, and then something are you making
0: like up words?
3: <laughs> yeah, basically we have a little
0: rule in the podcast <laughs> about making up words. Okay, <laughs>
3: <laughs> all these European names are the very uh, <laughs> foreign. If he,
1: if he was, you know, you gotta give him credit for that. You know, bro,
0: those are <laughs> they are believable. Thank they you. are believable. Yeah.
3: Yeah. But um, so we'll go with it if I had. And then in that last lineup for that, it would be either like Polini or Intervals. But there we um, go. if I was I to was do hoping, like. What's I that? was
0: hoping for like an Animal as Leaders or Polini so, or a Strawberry Girls or something like that.
3: Right. Animals as Leaders. Awesome. Um, mm-hmm. Man, I used to look up the toast. Scale, so to summit? I, scale to the Summit. Scale the Summit would summit be anyway? great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Love that band. Um, but if I had to make like a nice combination for us. I would probably choose something like "Thank You Scientist."
0: Ooh!
3: Oh yeah! Yeah! Ha- um, Not
0: you, you pulled that out of the vault, my guy. That <laughs> is a great name drop.
3: They are awesome. Um, so hands like houses, and then um, Tesseract. <gasps> I think that'd be a really cool. Oh my cool god,
0: yeah. bro! Tesseract is great. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's very gente. I like that.
3: Right. I'm just th- like. Da-da-da-da. Test React, I love their audio. was an audio, audio tree. They're like live play. I love that. That was like yeah, one of my mm-hmm. first like introductory to their live playing, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Wow, this band's tight." And that's I've honestly that S- was S-Rack such a God. good impression. That left one of the biggest impressions on any band for like live play, just yeah. how tight they are as a band. That was it was a huge deal to me. That's yeah, one of
0: the things. Chan, Chan on there.
1: Oh, Chan, yep.
0: yeah, Chan's great too. That's one. Yeah, of Chan's things audio tree was awesome. That's one of the things I don't have much experience with. I haven't seen very many just, like, big instrumental bands. Like, there are bands who do, like, a two-minute thing in their song, but I've never, never seen Pliny or Animals as Leaders or Chon or Strawberry Girls like, or Scale the Summit. Like, I haven't seen anybody.
3: We saw C2A not too long ago. Me and Ben. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if you know C2A well, me is. and Ron
4: saw Chan. I don't know they what C2A actually... is. Oh. Is
3: that a drug? He's awesome. Should... He's awesome. Oh, he, uh, he's oh, another first, really good guitar player. Yeah, it's
2: yeah.
1: okay. One dude. Did, we, he didn't make that one up either. <laughs> it's, it's actually oh, his yeah. real name.
0: Uh, his yeah. real name is C2A. His it's government real, yeah. name is C2A. Yeah, It's yeah. not spelled like robot? letters. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, spelled like like, his...
3: it's spelled like S-I-T-H-U-A-Y-E. I don't know why it's C2A. That's why that—that's how it's pronounced, okay. but it's, it's what it is. Fair enough.
4: I want to say about the... Uh, it's, the instrumental bands, the coolest thing we saw was, uh, we actually, me and Ron saw Chan open for a Circus Survive. I think it was Ooh, back in nice. 2016. The crowd sang along to instrumental music.
0: <laughs> they just like hummed the guitar parts. La la
4: la la, da da oh, da. Yes. That's cool. It was crazy. It, it,
1: it was right after Grow came out and it was very popular. And they had, you know, a couple songs from the EP they played, you know, mm-hmm. with the woos and whatnot for the stops. But yeah, the, uh, Grow is just very, very catchy. I, yeah. I was right there with them. You know, like it's just like you knew where it was going, and, and mm-hmm. uh,
4: it's just a reaction I did not expect. Yeah. I was blown right. away. I loved it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think what, what, what was it? Balance and composure on there too. Oh,
0: oh well, man. you guys saw balance and composure.
1: I, I I've seen them several times, but I think they were they were the opener in that one. I could be wrong, but oh, I know I saw that one. I definitely saw them with the U's before too. So I, I love am, me for, some shoegaze.
0: I. Yeah. love me some yeah it's,
1: it's it's good stuff it's good stuff um that's great but yeah the show he's talking about i think it was circa trying and balance if i could if i'm correct i don't know i, I could be wrong I, if, we go to a lot of shows where we did you know it's oh, been, yeah we did i
0: mean it's also um, hard to recall everything if you've been like partaking in extracurriculars during said show like if it's Drinking or the medicine that you guys are so blessed to have legal in your state <laughs> that isn't in yes. mine, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it's whatever, yeah. though. So, yeah. nice little fun fact: we live one mile north of eight miles So, oh wait, did you guys stand. did you guys go to Mom's the opening of Mom's Spaghetti? <laughs> we did
4: not. I wanted to, and I knew Eminem damn. was going to be there, but
1: I had to work. So, I saw damn. the lines just on, on on the streams and stuff, and I'm like, nah.
0: <laughs> He's a, not, yeah, not for, yeah, of n- course it's gonna not, be a long line.
1: Yeah, for three different items in like what they, four, I think. Is the, it three? I think the fourth item was the pop. <laughs> it was like, like mom spaghetti, and then mom spaghetti with meatballs, and then mom spaghetti with rabbit balls. Were like the you know rabbit from Oh, they a- had the a- vegan ones. Like, meatballs. They didn't have
0: those.
1: That, are yeah. the vegan ones? Yeah. But then they had the yeah. sandwich. But they were they, they were.
0: Yeah, there was a oh, there, there was a like a spaghetti yeah. and then there was a spaghetti with meatballs and then there was like a sandwich. But I think yeah, with the yeah. meatballs you could probably have like a vegetarian option or whatever, but Yeah, the yeah. rabbit
1: balls were the you know, for that was his name and eight, mm-hmm. eight mile, so that's uh that was the vegan ones.
0: Yeah, I kept seeing on TikTok a bunch of people who went and like it was just M M handing you a bag of spaghetti out of a drive thru window and I was like, What fucking reality do I live in? How <laughs> And we got Eminem handing out bags of spaghetti. Like, what the fuck is going on? And flipping Crazy. people off. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. And the truth. F- it, it was funny. I saw some girl, like, walk up and she would just, like, start crying. And he was like, oh, no. Please, please, please don't do that. Like, please stop crying. <laughs> stop crying, please. <laughs> like, don't do this. That's funny, though. So. Yeah. I think. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so. I want to say. Thank you guys for coming on. Give me some of your time, and I get to learn about you guys and meet you as individuals, and not just hear the products you make. So thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah. 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 It was nice meeting you guys. Thank you very much for coming out. So where coming out? I don't know why I said that. <laughs> where? Where can the we people... wish we could? Wait, you're not know, upstairs I, right I, now. I, I, I drove. <laughs> I, oh no, no, no! I'm actually across the street at the other oh, house. Oh, okay. Oh, that nice. Was, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, that's where we, we were wondering. whether <laughs> We're
0: all getting talked about after people, this, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, bro, yes, I'm. <laughs> a, I'm always down for T bill. Mm. Where can the people find and follow everything that is the Thought Life?
1: Uh, the Thought Life on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube. We have just so many videos, whether they're covers, whether they're originals, whether they're live playthroughs, whether you know some of them are full bands, some of them are, are just us as individuals doing stuff. Which is kind of also that like a, a preview of what our mm-hmm. library to pick from for the next cover volume would be because mm-hmm. everything in volume one came from the YouTube as well.
4: Yeah, we're on uh, iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, Pandora, Google Play, Deezer, or Deezer uh, Napster, any place that you listen to music. If you search up The Thought Life, Thought Life one word,
1: you'll find us. But most so, importantly, we'd like everybody to make as many TikToks about the thought life as they possibly can. Um, I will do because that. because w- w- we need that. You know, we need we <laughs> need found, to get going yeah. with that. And, and uh, we 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 have one TikTok. We have one of them posted. One. But We're we, have need, we we need some more guys. So let's get a, some fun videos of people dancing to Wayfinder and some shit.
0: <laughs> That's actually one of the reasons why I love TikTok so much. Is because I've been able to find so many awesome bands and it's not even stuff that's posted from the band. It's like a fan who makes a compilation of like, "Hey, here's some bands that I think you should check out if you like this band." Yeah. Oh, also. Your cover of We Own the Night by Dance Gavin Dance, stellar. Loved it. Thank you. Who was who was the, the the there was do you guys featured another vocalist in that song, right? Yes. Yeah. He he actually
1: um was the guy who filmed two of our music videos, the mu- the music video for Monsters from yeah. Monsters Revelations, that one, uh, and he also filmed Distant Paths from hmm. Time Changes Hearts, the opening song. Um, yeah. But uh, aside from that, he a is a friend. he's a great friend, and he also is a cameraman for Dr. Paul from National Geographic. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so um, he's
0: not he's not a vocalist in a band. No, no, he's not. He's no, just he's a, just, he's got he he has got does. his own YouTube channel. He does he's do covers. covers.
4: Yeah, oh, hey, go check him out on YouTube. His name's Ryan Swindlehurst. Um,
5: Bro, yeah. he was great. He's just
4: a homie. He's great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's yeah, so we've crazy. Got him, that you... We've got him doing some background vocals on the new stuff too. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Great. He was really good. I liked him. That's awesome. That's so yeah. crazy. Hey, I'm good at hard vocals, but I'm not in a band. It's just a ho- It's just a thing I do sometimes. I'm actually yeah. a cameraman for National <laughs> Geographic. <laughs> That's yeah. so wild, bro. That's wild.
1: Yeah. It, yeah. Um, it's kind of funny. Like w- w- something with uh, that, that, that made me think of. So for Wander, it, this is the first uh, album where we did gang vocals on a lot of Ooh, the songs. Nice. But it's the first time that it was just Ben, myself. Yeah. We couldn't have
4: people out. Trevor. Oh, right. Eddie. COVID-19. Eddie, the
1: manager. And. uh Ryan can reach out at home, so we, we had so, to so reach out to him. So mm-hmm. it was at the five of us. But like every other time, like we've had a bunch of friends, like my brother, and like a bunch of other people that we've just fun
4: well, little tidbit. We had uh, Eric Van from I Prevail on Van from er, Vallen,
1: he he, Eric How does um, he say his last name? Eric Van Lerberg. Van Yeah, he's on. Vallenberg? Yeah, the Screamer and IP, hmm. uh, I Prevail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. Uh, um, he was on some of the chants in the first album. Yeah, for Dead in Your Eyes, he's wow. included in that, that, that song, as well as, uh, I, I know they're starting to blow up somewhat, um, Parker Bengry, the singer of The oh, Messenger yeah. Birds. Yep. I don't know if you've heard the of them. The Messenger
0: Birds. I haven't heard about them. What kind of style of music is that?
1: Um, it's like... Indie rock. Yeah, indie rock. Okay. I mean... It, All
0: right. Do you like the Black Keys? Um, in and off. Um, not a huge Black Keys fan, but I do like many of the bands that are inspired by the Black Keys.
4: So like Dirty yeah, Honey. I, would I really
0: like Dirty they, Honey.
4: They're a band I could see playing with them. They're same like yeah. stylish, same okay. genre.
1: Yeah. I can get yeah, into those that guys are, for sure. Those guys are awesome. Uh they have, you know, great great sound and uh yeah, they're starting to get some to some more places. They they've been playing at some of the festivals. They played uh like a DT in uh, clarkston last week and they're they played on that louder than life whatever that festival was
0: oh shit they were at louder Than life
1: yeah they were on there yeah that's awesome it's awesome
0: oh so they got to um, see or probably hear the crowd boo mgk when he was playing <laughs> i heard about that
1: <laughs> bro i was actually at riot fest when they there when so one of my best friends was watching slipknot when yeah uh myself and my fiance we actually went to check out to see what the the crowd we were like interested in seeing what the crowd would be like during MGK and it was pretty it was pretty funny because like um this the, the tight like screen screen whatever for yeah, Slipknot yeah. was so big that you could literally look across the park and see you know these guys in masks but you're hearing MGK's music and you're, it, just, it was just hilarious <laughs> that's funny uh, that's it was funny. probably the
0: best part of that night let me see I, oh yeah that you plugged your socials. You said you don't have any shows coming up, which is sad, but also conducive. I get it. You're trying to work on the new stuff, so that's cool as well. If you'd like to find the Toon Junkies podcast, you can find us on Facebook, Toon Junkies Podcast, on Instagram, Toon Junkies Podcast. Um, if you would like to find me and my personals, um, if you'd like to reach me, you can leave me alone. But if you must be involved in my life, you can follow me on Instagram at Chris and Kitty. <laughs> or on TikTok at Pit 6 Okay, there. Now we got that out of the way. So then, the last thing I ask is to uh, pull out your phone and pull out your streaming service, whichever one you use, and uh, tell me what you've been listening to lately.
1: Um, For me, I, sorry, do you want to go ahead, Trevor?
3: Uh, Trevor's like, first. I'm ready. You can go first. I am ready. Yeah. I know what I've been listening to. I've got a to.
0: bunch, he's, I, got a bunch of made-up memes. Go ahead. Yeah. So go go ahead.
3: You got it. So... <laughs> It's, uh, I change honestly like every other week. I uh, go on really big sprees of like one genre. Um, Mm -hmm. right now I'm currently listening to Polaris. Um, they've kind of been my, I've just been going back to them. I listened to them once when I was probably like six years ago, and uh, they were like good, but I, I just recently got back into them and I've been loving them. Um, other than that, last week I was listening to a lot of Mario music. Uh, orchestrated I'm sorry, Mario, like, <laughs> like like Super the video Mario. Video game Mario. Yeah. Oh yeah. my
5: god.
3: <laughs> that was uh. Do,
0: do, 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 <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Do, 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 do. Yeah, I got you. I I've know. Been... I know that band. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. Um, and then uh, I've been listening to. Before that, I was doing a lot of Castlevania, uh, Ooh, which is another video game. Okay. Love their yeah. soundtracks. They're always really good.
0: Um, Did you watch the Castlevania on Netflix, the anime oh yeah. series? Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, it's so good.
3: It's so good. It's so good. It's it's, it's oh. honestly, it like, the thing that's crazy about it is the first season was the worst season, and it was still so good.
0: It was still phenomenal. It was amazing. It was still phenomenal. Mm.
3: And then are you just, guys
0: big anime? Are, are we the only anime kids in the group? I, I, oh. Me and, yeah me. Okay, so everybody. Yeah, Not, not oh. me
1: as much, sorry. <laughs>
0: that's because you're engaged. That's what it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's why he's engaged and
5: we're not.
1: She doesn't let me watch anime. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> she won't. She doesn't okay. want to live with a we band. Got, she okay. doesn't she want to watch, watch care. Anime. You got, She oh. wouldn't care.
2: I
1: swear. He's got a wife. We got waifus.
2: Whatever.
0: <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, That's fun. That's fun. But, okay. Yeah. So, uh, can I ask why you were... Did you... You had, a, like, an assignment to listen to Mario music, right? You didn't just, like, choose to oh, listen to...
3: Oh, no. Mario music what? is awesome. It's so well, especially when... <laughs> I mean, like, if you're listening to, like, I don't know, the NES versions, yeah. it's, you know, it doesn't really do much. But when you take those songs and you get them in front of an orchestra, it is such a different experience. Like, that's the idea. That's...
0: Mario music played in, like, an orchestral form? Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
3: Oh yeah. It's the same thing with Zelda. I was on the whole Zelda thing oh. last year.
0: Bro, okay, so I'm going to derail you for a second. So I I understand the the like <laughs> Mario, Zelda listening to that music, but have you ever looked up the like Zelda lofi? Oh yeah. Or Pokémon music lofi? Oh yeah. Bro. Mm. They're I great. love that stuff so much.
3: Mm. It's See for it's just like it depends on what wave I'm at cuz my I yeah. I change yeah. My, like, I my, I don't know, what I want to listen to is just different every other week. So I'll get on whole kicks of just, like, orchestrated video game music or super hardcore metal or, like, like Arrow was a big one. I was listening to it for a while. Mm-hmm. And um or even going heavier and doing, I mean, even periphery, you know, like, there's just a right. lot of really good music out there. And I change what I'm listening to constantly.
0: I, There's just so I, much out there, right? Yeah, I can I can uh, identify with that because oftentimes somebody will come up to me and be like, "Hey, you like uh, ticket? What is it? Ticket? No ticket? Home? Home? I don't know. It doesn't matter. But like, you like this band, right? And I'm like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Well, you should also listen to this band." And I'll listen to one song, and i be like, "Eh," and then I'll dismiss it for years, and then it'll come back around in a playlist, and I'm like, "Yo, I really like <laughs> this band." So it's weird that it's like, it's almost, you have to be emotion like at the right emotional level to receive it the way it's supposed to. That's. Because if I, you're not in the right mindset, it's like, that's not what I'm feeling right now. I right. just had a, I think it was, that's what I, have I, was a earlier. I have a good season, told me he's like, because I'm also like really into like singer songwriter stuff. And he was like, have you ever looked into Elliot Smith? And I'm like, I know, I know who he is, but I am in a state right now that if I start listening to Elliot Smith, I will get more depressed than I already am because I will take everything that he <laughs> yep. is saying and I will twist it and find a way that it applies to my life and I will make myself sadder than I need to be. <laughs> and I was like, so I can't do that right now. I need to get. I need to be in a happier yeah. space.
4: I'd tell Ron that's why I can't listen to Brand New is because I'll get to. Some- <laughs>
0: bro, bro,
4: for real, for yeah. real. Yeah.
0: I I I almost feel like I. This might be a way that people are, but like. If I listen to a song that I really like and I'm, like, connecting to emotionally, I will amplify my problems to, like, level out. You'll mold it. Yeah, Yeah. I'll mold it to the song so that it's like, oh, they're, like, super depressed and, like, heartbroken. I'm fine, but because I like this song, I want to be heartbroken, too. And I'll break my own heart (laughs) just for the sake of this dumb song.
3: What happens – so when you listen to Lo-Fi or – do you know,
0: like, Snail's House? Snail's House? I don't know. Okay. I, when I was referring to like uh, the Pokemon and Zelda, there's a guy called uh, Mikkel or Michael, M I K E L. He was like partnering up with this other thing called Game Chops and he was making these dope lo fi like songs. Uh, it's really good. But yeah. Snail House, is that Snail- a.
3: <laughs> Listen, Snail's House is. <laughs> EDM? I-, I guess you'd call it EDM. It's such a have crazy so cool. genre. Like they stuff too, though. It's crazy. Oh, it's a first, crazy genre. The
0: top song is called "Hot Milk," and I hate that. I oh, hate that. I don't know what that means, <laughs> but I don't want they, it. hot they have, milk.
3: Or ha- <laughs> it, it's it's so yeah. damn hot. So milk was a bad, bad choice. choice. Milk <laughs> was
0: a bad choice.
3: <laughs> I think it's so. Snail's house. It's such a. His name's Yuji Ko, and I think it's hilarious. Yeah. So he's from Japan, and one of the first times I kind of heard about him, um. Someone showed me a video of his music being played in an arcade without his permission. There was a machine that was playing his music, and he didn't even give them permission to do it. So that was when I kind of got
0: paid from that, right? He like oh, I'm sure, I'm sure,
3: I'm sure. Good, yeah. Good. But you know, and he turns out a lot of music, and it's all really good. It's very much just. I
2: mean, I he's got future, over I, half I, I a
0: million prob- monthly listeners. Yeah. I'm going to check him out. Pretty
3: big. Uh, it's like future base. I would more in line put it with. Yeah. Okay. Probably is a gooder, a better example of what it would be. Gooder. 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 A gooder I, it's example. I, it's a gooder, That's, sound yeah. a gooder <laughs> example. Gooder example. like Getting proper that. vernacular in there. But yeah. um.
0: <laughs> so, like, everybody, sometimes people post little bios in their Spotify. His just says, Sound Traveler from Tokyo. That's all it is. <laughs> sold. Okay, I'll check you out. Sound Traveler. house bet
3: one of my favorite if i'm just trying to listen to electronic music that's usually what my go-to
0: yeah Mm-hmm. i think uh yeah a lot well so i got into this debate with a, fu- a friend of mine who said that synth wave isn't uh electronic music and i said you're wrong like i would say electronic music is the genre And then underneath it are many, many, many subgenres, and one of those subgenres of the electronic music is synthwave. Like, that's just how it is. I don't make the rules, man. So, I'm really into synthwave, and then I like uh, drum and bass. Um, Okay. I'm not big into dubstep, but I really like house music. Oh, interesting. And then, um, who was it? Uh, So, do you guys know the band Icy Stars?
4: (laughs) Uh, Do we? We grew up with them. What? Kind of. um, yeah. Long story short, I've known Andy since he was Yee high because our dads were in a group together back in the day, and uh, yeah, we we played many shows with them. What? They're they're from Roseville. We're from Warren. Our
1: cities are yeah. right next to each other. Yeah, no we went way. to like competing schools. Like, we went to Warren Mott. They went to Cousin O. Yeah. Uh, and no uh way. Not that only if you if you're in the metro Detroit area you might know what we're talking about yeah. in that right. sense. But uh, yeah, same
4: school district.
1: Yeah, we've known them for a long, long time. Played play local shows with them years back, and haven't seen them in um, a long time.
4: But they're yeah,
1: our, our our manager Eddie, he, he always just talks about how he used to just drive them home from shows.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy.
1: Because they, they 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 were so young when we were playing. I mean, we were
0: we were young too. We, we, we,
1: yeah, right. <laughs> we, we we were like license age. We were like sixteen, seventeen. They were like right. fourteen, fifteen. You know. Like, oh my so. god.
4: Yeah, Andy filled in for us for one show back in Yeah, day. yeah, we had wow. a, a, one of one of
1: our old band one of our old bands uh, had a had a uh, like a basically like a farewell line Final of tours show. and he he played a few shows with us yeah. at the end.
0: That's crazy. Well, uh the vocalist of See Stars, what's what's his Devin. name again? Devin. Devin. Yes. Okay, so Andy
4: and Devin are brothers.
0: Okay, so Devin, I think it was last year during quarantine like he started a little side project called Shy Beast where he does like early 2000s like dance music it's kind of like a uh, house really? and like drum and bass bro it's really good I fucking love it so much
4: <laughs> I'll check it out. so
0: that's another thing because like the vocal style and like the tonality of the music at least for the few songs that he had put out last year they kind of reminded me of like I don't know why but I had like this nostalgic vision of me playing Final Fantasy or Kingdom Hearts when I was a kid because you know how the the intro music to um, Kingdom Hearts was. Uh, when
4: you walk away. <laughs> yes, yes, that exact so, music.
0: So it's got that tonality and the like. Like, yeah, oh, I was, I'm so shy. Beast, I'm really into shy beast as well. Okay.
1: If you're, yeah, based on what Trevor was saying about the video game music, I, I was gonna say that like I, one of the things that I turn to is the all the stuff from like the distant worlds. Well, yeah, the three like, of Final us. Final Fantasy, like orchestrated stuff. Orchestra. We went yes. to see that live in uh Cleveland when it came around a couple of years ago. No way. Um That's awesome. It was pretty awesome. It was really I I wish we could do it again. We you know, it, they 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 usually do like what, two cities like twice a year, so it's like very very they are doing little, more
0: now, I think, or they were. Um I'm sure that but yeah. was was last year like the first time they'd ever done that. No. No, it's no, been okay.
1: it's been going after a while. Like we're but they have like four or five, I think they have five compilations now for like Distant Worlds, um, I've been listening to it since the second one came out, I did, Mm -hmm. you know, I was maybe a little late to the show, but, late to the party, but, like, it's really good, and, uh, also on the Kingdom Hearts level, I don't know if you've dug deep enough to see all the stuff we have, but, uh, right when, around the time Kingdom Hearts 3 was announced, we released a cover of Don't Think Twice, and that's on Spotify as well.
0: I did see that.
1: So, so that's, uh. We want to do the new one, you know. I mean, uh, Sanctuary and uh, Simple and Clean have always been like huge songs for me. You know, I love. I, I I've always loved the Kingdom Hearts games and mm-hmm. and all the Final Fantasy games. So, um, as soon as that came out, we wanted to do something that, that was new, but you know, still along that you know that realm. And that's right. why we decided to do don't do think twice. And I still one of my favorite covers we've done is a, like a full band.
4: Mm-hmm. I didn't. I just looked it up. They're doing uh, a Final Fantasy VII, all Final Fantasy VII tour right now. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, that's nice. Dope.
0: You know, it'd be Maybe cool if, if like, if the symphony was playing. So, like, spe- specifically for you know, fight music. If they had like actors come out, cosplayers <laughs> come out, and like fight yeah. for Did the play as, a big screen. Ooh, they do. Them. That's yeah, cool. So it's they like play footage. Like,
1: so like, um. Like the 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 big like famous Final Fantasy VIII opening sequence, yeah, that that plays during uh, Liberty Fatale or whatever. The, okay. however you pronounce it, and then like uh, One Week and Angel, you see like just the like clips of Sephiroth and all that stuff. It it it's pretty awesome. Like the way they they do that, and it's synced up very well. They they're very obviously very prepared. It's like a hundred right. plus piece orchestra, you Damn, know, the, the vocalists so many, as yeah. well as. It was it was a real great experience. Uh, I know. Uh, like Trevor and I have picked up like t shirts and, and, uh, they were the, selling uh, merch
0: too. Songbooks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's oh, yeah. dope. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, that was, that's awesome. And, uh, I guess if, if I, aside from those, like, um, when, I, when I'm at work or whatever, I'll, I'll, I'll if, if I need to like just chill out, I'll listen to that or, uh, mm-hmm. you know, something from Final Fantasy or, you know, they have so many different versions and iterations of, uh, Final Fantasy songs on acoustic guitar or yes. Final Fantasy songs on, you know, piano, like, you, you know, or Kingdom Hearts. And you can just really just find whatever you're looking for nowadays. It's just crazy. Mm-hmm. But it's also like like Trevor said, it's like just, just so much and there's not enough time to listen to all the things that you've been. There's like bands that I've been telling him to listen to since we've met and he still hasn't gotten around to do it. And, <laughs> I like, he, He'll take like, like my word for it. He's like, I know I'll like I, it, but I just don't I actually, have time. So
3: yeah. Deer Hunter is one of the ones that he mentioned a while ago and i have listened to them since just not as much as i would have liked to but right. um to Ron here i mean i i do enjoy what they what they do i do like their orchestration and how they incorporate it
0: so then what have you um, what have you guys been listening to lately other than uh uh final fantasy soundtrack, orchestral soundtracks
1: <laughs> uh well another chill band that i've been listening to a lot um since the beginning of the pandemic really since i played the game death stranding yeah. has been Low Roar, like, which, which basically, th- they're, they're, the soundtrack for that game is really just like, 95% Low Roar, and then just like, sprinkled in some other bands, but, but yeah, um, Kojima just like, had, d- did whatever he wanted to do with, uh, with that, and he just found, I think you, did you don't know, are you familiar with Low Roar? No, no, I'm not. It's, uh, a band, um, from Iceland, that just, it's very, very chill, I guess I would say, but it also has like tons of different like elements that uh, it gets heavier and gets, uh, has some electronic influences, has some just... Uh, Why not? Oh, Trevor's up here.
0: Hi. <laughs> hey. uh, Low Roar, the musical I, vision of Ryan... I'm not going to try and say his last name because I'll butcher it because I'm American. Turns moments of solitude into airy, ambient soundscapes materializing into anthemic melodies.
1: Yes, I it sounds absolutely... Pretty intense. Yeah, I absolutely re- recommend it. Um, they All just right. put out a new album too, which is called like Maybe Tomorrow, which is yes, awesome. But but like the soundtrack of like my last couple of years, um, especially like during the pandemic when you're just kind of like just wandering, um, was like the 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 fourth album from them was called Ross. The second, uh, third album, the third album, which is primarily the soundtrack of that game, is called uh, oh, what is it called? Um,
0: once in a long, long while. Yes, that's it. That's okay. it.
1: That's the one that, like, most of the songs are from that one. Because okay. that, that came out, like, a, around 2017. The same time as they, yeah. Oh, I think that's when the game was starting in, in production <laughs> oh, okay. or whatever. And then hmm. he's adopted that. But yeah, I, rec- I definitely recommend the game and that. And then, aside from that, um, lately I've been jamming, like, the new Manchester Orchestra album, which. Nice. Is a band that I slept down for a while, like kind of you said, like a, it, it wasn't for me or it wasn't like a, at the right time right. when I first listened to them. And then like uh, when they released Hope, which is like a re envisioned version of their album Cope, is when I, like I just got on board. And then uh, the Black Mile of the Sun was awesome, or Black sorry Black Mile of the Service, and uh, their most recent one, um, the, the Million Masks of God, I think it just came out. I think that's what it's called. But yeah, they're very, very good. And then the new Thrice album just came out last week, I think it was, the week before. I don't know if you're into Thrice.
0: I've got, um, I didn't know about Thrice until, what was it, Black Honey. So oh, okay. I'm like so, way so they're late comeback. to their, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. way late to their whole discography. And like, it's weird, like being introduced to them, introdu- bleh, introduced to them with Black Honey, and then going back and be like, whoa, they don't sound anything like this song. Like it's really, cool. I love it. Finding it the... progresses for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: yeah actually, when uh, Ben it, Ben first auditioned for my band in in the we in, in high show. school, mm-hmm. he his song he sent us was a cover of "Stare at the Sun" Which, from their yeah. third album, Artist in the Ambulance."
0: Oh yeah. Yes. Well, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
4: Technically, their fourth, I think. No, it's the third. They had an EP had, before. They had an EP. Yeah, that's not... the illusion safety. They had the blue one, but then they had another EP that they kind of just like erased. Oh, was
1: well, from, the the the, from, the from their third full length? Okay, <laughs> um, but... <laughs> all
0: right. If you want to be specific, oh, here it is.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, but well, yeah, I was yeah, obsessed yeah. with them back in the day. Honestly, like after that album, when they do the album called issue or Vishu, issue issue That yeah. uh, that's when they kind of start molding their sound towards where you got for um. The album with black honey and where they continue to go and i, I that's the stuff i like the most honestly <laughs> mm-hmm. I, after artist but artist is a good album too but
0: give me one yeah. second i gotta go switch i gotta go switch this bad boy out it's dying yeah i saw
3: oh you excited <laughs> i am i'm gonna be playing so much mario odyssey
0: Smash. <laughs> smash. Yeah, I'm. I, did you? Uh, I did. You we just, just ruin your unboxing control. video. <laughs> yeah,
3: I just uh, was super excited about this. I got the, I got a a switch emulator, and I've been playing some Mario Odyssey and Smash Bros. Let's
2: see if it'll connect. Hold on, I gotta
0: connect this dingus.
3: <laughs> it, okay, I have to ask. Did you get ding- where'd you get dingus from?
0: Um, I'm gonna be honest. I don't remember where I stole it from.
3: So, but... do you know where it originates from?
0: <laughs> no, I, ooh, no, I don't. I do not. Know. <laughs> I am so open to this history lesson, though.
3: So, I'm actually not sure if this is the original, original, original. But from what I understand, I'm pretty sure it is. It is from the Dr. Steve Brule show. No, Wait, what, pronoun- way. what was that? Are you the name serious? It? It's yeah, a- it's a Steve Brule bit, but I don't remember what is the oh, name of that show, the, the Incredible.
0: Uh, is it the mm, it's like Dr. The... Steve Brule? Because he didn't he kind of come out of uh, uh, Tim, Tim and Eric Awesome show, like he was a, a character and then everybody loved uh, he, him and he like got his own. Yeah, show. I think so. I think that is how, yeah, and I, I do love Tim and, Tim and Eric though,
3: right? Yeah, for sure,
0: but no, I. I've seen clips where he used like yadingus. Like right. I know that. But yeah. I I think it's just like growing up in so in northern Indiana, um, I don't know how Christian Michigan is, but in our little area it's very very you conservative. Can go to the west side of
4: Michigan. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh, very conservative, raised um, don't swear. So we had to come up with a lot of like substitute words and instead of like um I guess idiot's not that bad, but, like, dumbass, I attribute dingus to the same thing as dumbass. It's just a more family-friendly way. So I can say it in public, loudly, and I won't get in trouble.
3: Right. <laughs> I Yeah, I use dingus all the time. You dingus, get a bunch
4: of looks of disappointment.
3: <laughs> I use it <laughs> I like dingus and doofus. <laughs> Those are my doofus, two. Doofus, yes. I, I love doofus.
0: <laughs> I like uh, smelly. Calling anyone smelly. Like, oh, shut up. St- or, or stinky. Shut up, <laughs> yeah, stinky. Yeah, stinky's a good like, one, yeah. What? <laughs> uh, though, it's the small insults that like they're not vulgar or anything, but I feel like they do more damage. Yeah. So oh like, yeah. I, I saw this like,
3: thread. It's crazy too. When I <laughs> when I was younger you're, you're like, wait. <laughs> when I was younger, I it was so much harder to like have that kind of connection with words. Like mm-hmm. I feel like everybody knows Dingus but it's like when you're younger there wasn't as much like i guess it's probably just because of phones and you know the general expansion of the internet and everybody who's on it more access it's to just things. crazy like yeah. language barriers aren't as intense not even just no. for like actual language just for like small or maybe a, um like slang i guess would be the word
0: i absolutely Ooh. think that the invent not necessarily the invention of the internet but i would say it probably ties in more to the Connecting of the world through social media that like uh, slang and uh, terminology uh, has evolved and moves so fast now because everybody's able to, like, oh, I heard this one song where he used this phrase. Now everyone's going to hear it and we're all we, going we like, to use like, we
1: have to do it. We have, right, no we have do cap,
0: it. fam, or yo, that shit's lit, or like, that shit's I still say for bussing. shizzle. Yeah, for shizzle, <laughs> or like, you know. <laughs> Like all these things, it's so. I my friend, my co-host too, isn't here. Um, she was homeschooled, so she had no exposure to, to to anything. And so I would like use these very outdated terms, you know, like uh, you know, uh, oh, it's lit, not lit, lit's not so much. Uh, nice playing. Like, what what's a what's a, a term what is... that we used to use in high school? I'm assuming that we're all relatively the same age. I'm I'll be thirty oh. in a couple months.
4: Okay yeah I'm 32 you're okay. 31 I'm 26 so We were all in high I'm school Oh the young, young blood okay I'm so young. you're not interested
0: yeah. <laughs> Okay um like some of the words that we used when like we were in high school that aren't really used now like can you think of one I can't I'm so deep in TikTok that old slang is like not no cap here anymore Yeah okay. no cap <laughs> the shit's bussin bussin Bus. I mean, South
1: Park was in his prime, so it's just everybody was just swearing. That's
0: <laughs> yeah, true. It was true. Yeah, a lot of uh, homophobic slurs, and that's gay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know, I,
3: I feel like yeah. "burned" was a thing that people used to say, like "burned," Thanks, but like,
0: Kelso. I feel like I don't hear that Ooh, anymore.
5: "Burned." Yeah, "owned." Yeah. yeah, "owned." It's owned.
0: owned. Oh. oh yes, "owned." Yeah, that's another one. I, I, that makes me think of Halo 3 though, just <laughs> nah, getting, getting pwned. fucking tea bagged, you pwned, there yeah, it do, is, that's see, the one.
3: There was like you a, know, what is it? Yeah, noob like, is one. Getting sworn at by a 13 year old or something,
0: I don't, oh, the, bro, there was like the Halo 3. I met so many young children who had had sex with my mother in those game <laughs> <movies. laughs> so many. I'm like, oh wow, that's really crazy, like any one of you could be my dad, isn't that wild? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Uh, they, they've all done it. <laughs>
0: Mom, I, someone says they know you. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine calling I, them out. I like don't know a like, new
3: master.
4: There's a lot yeah. of people's dads that work for Microsoft, too.
3: I'm oh, yeah. Saying.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
3: yeah. they all wanted to get me banned for some reason. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, man, that's, that's funny. I can't even... Oh, did everybody talk about who they've been listening to, or did we get... Not me. Side not bad, but it, if you haven't yeah. been able to tell, this matter. this this podcast <laughs> I'm is also sponsored by ADHD, so <laughs> all right, yeah, it goes all over. That's fine.
4: Uh, I personally just recently—it's random as hell. Uh, nothing like particularly special to me. Um, Steely Dan, which what? Is, I, that is special. That that is special to you. Talking yeah, about that is special to me. Um, Steely Dan. You know oh, Steely
0: Dan. Is? I thought you said Dewey Dan. I'm like, what the fuck no, is that?
4: Steely Dan. <laughs>
1: Steely Dan. children's musician. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's, he, he's on one of those kicks, you know?
4: I've been listening to a lot of Coco Melon lately. <laughs> there it is. Uh, no. Yeah, Steely Dan. No, that stuff is important to me. Uh, mm. Dewey Dan.
0: Dewey Dan only plays acoustic guitar in the rain.
4: There you go. <laughs> that's all he does. Um,
0: no, the one that's not so special
4: is just, I was going through kind of like a, I was just going through a bunch of my old music from, My elder emo days. Um, I've been listening to a lot of drugs lately. Uh, Destroy, Rebuild, and Still God Shows.
0: I love drugs. And the band.
4: Yes. (laughs) Same. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's it. Just those two artists.
3: You know, I have to throw in. Honestly, I probably have more playtime this year on music that I've made than I do on music that's out there.
4: Same. Like, I spend so much time after work just working on music on my drive to and from work. I get the radio off. Mm-hmm. We even have and an Alexa in, in my office and I don't even play listen to music on it most of the time because I'm just I'm burned out because I come home, it's it's work. It's right. I'm listening to music, I'm working on it. So when I'm not doing that, I'm kind of enjoying the silence oh, mostly. Lately. No, I,
3: I'm I'm right. different in that way. I actually when I get done okay. especially if I'm writing music, as soon as I get done writing that music, especially if I go to bed, I wake up excited to listen to that music. And I will listen to that on repeat on the way to work.
4: That, yeah, yeah. I'm fair. checking
0: my mix in the car. I don't but even I, know. I feel like I, I could be—I could be wrong in this assumption, but it's not so much that you want to listen to it because you like the music. you are on—you're working on it. You're crafting it. You're listening for what could be better or what needs to be tweaked. I think and that's stuff the like difference that. between me and is Trevor. That what it is? That's me. I'm working
3: on it. I think Trevor actually just enjoys it. Uh, so okay, this is how Con- this is Con- right? how it goes. Trevor's new
0: name is Kanye.
3: I I start off with you know, whatever song it is, I listen to it for like a day or two out of pure enjoyment. Mm -hmm. After that, I still listen to it trying to figure out, I mean, there are times where I like, while I'm enjoying it, I'm like, oh man, a harp would be so sweet right here, or like a little run here and there. And then I actually, I have um, so many notes on so many songs over the years of just things to add to songs. And uh, (laughs) generally what I do is when Mm -hmm. I get home, I'll, I'll check out some of those notes and- Try to knock them out and then I get them done. Are and then... any
0: of those notes, do any of those notes suggest that any one of your songs needs more Cowbell? Oh, yeah.
3: All of them. <laughs> all of them. All of them. All of them. They're, they're, they're actually need more Cowbell.
0: I, I do have a couple songs
3: where Cowbell was introduced because I thought, let's do it for the meme. It needed,
1: why not? <laughs> it, you know, he's was, was running a fever and he just had the <laughs> <laughs> only
0: cure, the only medicine. <laughs> there it is. I have been listening to, as as you all have stated, it's all, all yeah. over the place. Um, yesterday, what I what have you doing... been listening to? Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for asking. <laughs> oh, um, I was washing my dishes yesterday, and so that's a weird band. I of. love, I know, right? I love Cheryl Crow, and it's not it's not a bit like I've been saying Cheryl Crow for probably like the last two years, and I don't think people have been taking me seriously. I love Cheryl Crow. I was mm-hmm. listening to her while I was washing my dishes. And my neighbor came up and she was like, what the fuck are you listening to? I said, Sheryl Crow. Unironically, I like Sheryl Crow. And she was like, I would never have expected that. I'm like, Hi. yeah, I think a lot of people think I'm joking, but I'm not. I like Sheryl Crow. What do you think of Kid Rock? Uh, so, <laughs> I, listen, a I'm lot sorry. of great. I had to, okay, okay, pass, pass, pass. You have to answer that. It's all right. uh, A lot of good things come out of Michigan, right? But not everything that comes out of Michigan is all. Not everything. So. <laughs> Listen, when I was younger, I used to really like Uncle Cracker, and Uncle Cracker like went with Kid Rock, and so yeah. when I was younger, like that dynamic was good. I liked that. But nowadays, um, I've just I've learned more about him. He's made some songs with some questionable uh, lyrics. Uh, he used to such come as, as the Starbucks the, I worked at. Such as the one got. that's in Osmosis Jones, where he's talking about it. Yeah. And he doesn't care how old she is. Like, it's Ooh. just. And, like, yeah. I, he's he's like, Kid Rock, if you're listening, I'm sorry, but you're kind of a big phony. Like, you talk about being trailer trash, but you erase in, like, a giant mansion. Like, you come from okay. money. Ro-
4: Romeo.
1: I actually just. <laughs> uh, Romeo? Yeah. Uh, I mean, whatever. I don't want
4: to talk trash
1: on him. I was just uh, talking to this okay. guy who just, like, the. He, he does service calls for the, the cleaning at the bar lines at my theater mm-hmm. and uh he was one of the guys like they went to school with uh high school with Uncle cracker and he was like his the guy that he had come on the, those tours with him like he was like he did like the some of the back end stuff and like make, yeah. uh he did like the, the merch tables and stuff and he just got like he was on their salary from the get-go and right and, uh, when, when Cracker start started stepping away from kid rock he went with Uncle cracker and then yeah he just he was showing yesterday, it was actually yesterday when he was showing me all these um, <laughs> like gold albums, like copies of them with like engraved to him, like from, Ugh. was signed by Kid Rock, like to, to you for, you know, and like, he's like, it was actually like listed in their album credits and stuff, both oh, of them. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I just mentioned that, he, he, like, he, we, I, I think that I was talking about, like, it's like, I'm I'm currently jumping around buildings and just helping out in, in the comp- right. company, and then, and he had seen me in like three different places in the same week. And mm-hmm. he's like, where, the, where do you, where do you work? Like, which one do you actually work at? Why are you here? <laughs> and, 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 and then I just, somehow I was just, it brought up the fact that I do music too. And he's like, oh, what are you, you going to do? And then, then he started telling me about his history. And, mm-hmm. um, he kind of retired from that, but he just showed me some pictures of the gold albums engraved to him and stuff. And like, um, I was, yeah,
0: That's pretty cool. I
1: only, I only thought about that because you guys mentioned Kid Rockin' on the record. I just had
0: but, to. It was too easy with
4: the Sheryl Kroc thing.
0: Yeah, um, you're, yeah. So, to anyone listening who is a Kid Rock fan, you're allowed to like him, okay? He just yeah, doesn't work yeah. for me. He makes good music. That's why he has so much money, okay? If he made right. bad music, he wouldn't have all the money he has. So, it's people, fine. People have to like Just them. not for people me. Have. I remember listening to Uncle Cracker's 2000 album, Double Wide, on my way to Connor Prairie when I was in fourth grade. I should not have been listening to that album because it talks about very mature things that I did not understand. But I was just singing along with them word for word, just aces and eights, aces and eights. Like, bro, I don't know why my parents let me listen to that. Album, but it's fine. Um, so, at, uh, aside from my uh, future divorced wife Cheryl Crow, um, I have also been listening to, as always, John Mayer. Always listening to John Mayer. Um, nice. Tremani, any, I've been any, on a tr-
1: any chance you can bring him up <laughs> you do yes
0: yes i will <laughs> i i am so gay for john Mayer. john Mayer, uh i've really i've been revisiting kanye west's album 808s and heartbreak because i personally think that's the best album he's ever made but biased opinion have a good season i've been really back into of mice and men mainly the first couple albums with austin Carlyle. um okay, that's good stuff I've been getting I've been listening to a lot of Bullet for My Valentine lately wow. cuz I'm just like okay. curious what their new stuff is going to be. Um and then Casey Musgraves uh I've been trying to get into this artist called LP cuz he's got a very very unique voice and I really like unique voices, but I haven't I haven't found the connection yet. So like somebody was pitting uh this person, I don't know what they I don't know if what they identify as so i'm gonna say person their vocal style is so unique it's on the equivalent uh realm in the same range as um josh i think his name is from greta van fleet okay so like very very big unique powerful vocals um Mm -hmm. so i was like okay if he's gonna be compared to i think his name is josh but i'll check him out um
1: we we got we understand uh, who who you're talking about all right cool
0: Um, and then one, there's one, uh, Sonique, Sonic, Sonique, I think, from the 90s. Uh, let me, what's that song called? Uh, S-O-N-I-Q-U-E, Sonic. Oh, it feels so good. So, boys, it's been a great time meeting you, hanging out with you. I can't wait for the new music to come out. Adversely, I also can't wait to see you guys perform live. So...
1: Oh, thank, thank you. you yeah, oh. thanks for having us on, and we can't wait to hopefully tour pretty soon. You know, or yeah. and at least play for you. Going to
0: your town. Oh, a private show for me? I would be so honored. <laughs> you guys can play in my tiny little apartment. You can stand right by the fake fireplace. I call the bike.
1: Ooh, fake fireplace. <laughs> he said, "I call the
0: bike." That is a that's an expensive <laughs> that's, bike. Please don't touch it.
3: Uh-oh. Oh, I see why you wanted to play Fine. off of it.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm gonna play yeah, while riding it. Yeah, I was gonna it. keep it across the street, but. Uh, yeah. yeah. I like looking bad. at it. You know, one so, time, uh, one thing, sorry.
5: Go ahead.
3: Uh, just one time I played a show and uh someone had a ripstick. And um I I can ride a ripstick. So
0: weird flex, but okay.
3: <laughs> I Yeah, they had it sitting there and I um I asked them if I could use it and they said sure. So when whenever this is in my old band and uh okay. I ended up getting on the ripstick and riding around while playing it was pretty great and uh in the venue
0: yeah i said weird flex at the beginning but that's like a mega flex (laughs) like did you did you go home with three women or whatever (laughs) like how did you not walk away empty handed? oh dude it was
3: they were all over (laughs) he's all swatting people away yeah swarming
1: swarming his way yeah he's (laughs) he's like all i want to do is play guitar and ride this ripster yeah yeah
0: please enjoy feel something by the thought life um this has been a Toon Junkies podcast and boys once again thank you for giving me the time and letting me make jokes about Kid Rock and you not getting offended because he is a Michigan <laughs> national treasure. I know that. Okay? Oh yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. My <laughs> sweet, sweet like, yeah, Kid Rock. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> That's all right. I'll we have Jim Jones, in okay? Indiana's not that much better. We have Jim Jones. He killed <laughs> hundreds of people.
1: <laughs> you have Duke it's Silver and right. uh
0: and Duke Silver, oh, John, dude, Johnny Duke Karate. Duke Silver, damn. Johnny Karate. Johnny Karate. bro, I did pre-order the Mouse Rat vinyl that they put out. Yeah, I did. I did. I did I, spend I, money I, on that. And I'm I rushing. have
1: it, it. I have it in an outbox or inbox. Or, sorry, sorry. A, a shopping cart, which I will. A shopping uh, box. Okay. Which, yeah. which
0: variant are you getting?
1: The, the 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 was it Surf Green or
0: Cash Cash Green? Cash Green. I got have the. The Jerry, what is it, the Jerry Ger- Cherry Gurgitch? so it's like clear uh-huh. with like a red center. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Bet. All right, well boys, Bet. I'm saying goodbye a lot, which means I feel weird saying goodbye because I don't want it to end, but also I know that not everyone wants to listen to three hours of me talking, so. <laughs> I have Don't to show a little yourself. restraint and be like, get the fuck off the mics, you know? Yeah. Well, we, we so. enjoyed this very much. Yeah. Yes, oh, it was thank great, man. I can't wait to see you guys in person whenever that Absolutely. may be. Yeah. yeah. Until then, I will just have to rep this Thought Life shirt and let everybody Please know do. about the yeah. gospel. <laughs> yeah. So. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Um, and this has been a Toon Junkies podcast, and we'll see you on the next episode.